Hey guys, 30 and Still Gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free. Whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I'm going to punch myself in the head. <laughs> You're not feeling well? It's not, it's not really a cold. It's a sinus thing, but I don't really get sinus things, so this one's a pain in the ass. Or a pain in the head. All right, it, you know what? It might not be a sinus infection, Sarge. It might be so much bullshit that's happened in the last two I'm weeks. I'm allergic to bullshit. It, it, it might be clogging your head. You should basically take a take a week off every so many weeks, just because the amount of shit that happens when you take off right. is in, insurmountable. Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking about Outer Worlds that came out last week. We're going to be talking about Fallout 76 first, <clears throat> but not really first. Uh, we're going to talk about Kotaku. We're going to talk about Xbox and how Microsoft is making everything a payment plan now. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Star Wars EA. We had we reports that they weren't weren't happy with Star Wars Battlefront, and now it came out yesterday that they're very successful games of Battlefront series. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Destiny. We're going to talk about Battlefield Five, and the first story up, we're going to be talking about Activision Blizzard. So, Sarge, take it away, because you know more about this story. Oh, before you do, before you do, if you're new to the channel... This is 30 and Still Gaming. I'm on Mixer, Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. We do this podcast every single week on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you miss this episode in any way, shape, or form, you can watch it on YouTube after the fact at 30 and Still Gaming over on YouTube. Or you can listen to the after the show on podcast format on Anchor.fm. You can support us over there. You can support us down below. And you can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Make sure whatever platform you're listening to, you review it, you mark it, do whatever. If you like us, you like us. If you don't, Put it down. Uh, it all helps out in the end. All right, Sarge. So Activision Blizzard. Sorry, guys. There's not going to be any titles down below because my computer blew up this week. And uh, I had to redo all the stuff for the show. And there's no topics down below. So we'll try to keep it. We'll try to keep it going. So Activision Blizzard is the first story up. Well, there's a bunch of stuff goes on with them. But the, the latest one, the latest one is that there was a online store that was selling skins and or toy products <clears throat> for the upcoming 
uh, tournaments that uh, Activision real life microtransactions. And, gotcha. Right. <clears throat> and what happened was this was back in March. Back in March, they instituted these two these two or three items that were being sold in the in-game store or on their own store. And uh, the the terminology used by Activision Blizzard was the proceeds, a part of the proceeds from the sales of these products would go towards the prize pool at the end at the end of the year, which is up right now. Okay, right. and so there's two two major tournaments. Uh, one's a PvP tournament and one's a PVE tournament. And allegedly, what has happened now is that Blizzard has taken the money. Right, Tally. They 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 take they had taken the money that they were supposed to give the proceeds for to divide it up and give it to the two. So whatever the two tournaments. Okay. So yeah. real quick, so the money <laughs> that she's saying in chat. Is that they were going to give five hundred thousand, or it was split, or, or, or proceeds of the five hundred thousand were going to the thing? No, no, five hundred. I, I believe it was five hundred thousand for both. They wanted the prize pool to be big, right? So they were going to do five hundred thousand, and then whatever the proceeds were, they were going to add to it. Okay. And so what it ended up happening now is they're not giving any money, and the money that was given by the by the actual people is the only money in the pool, like. <laughs> <laughs> right, so they just took the money, basically. Like, right, they just took the money, and so they're trying to figure out the their Activision Blizzard's defense was that they didn't promise the money, but if you look back at the actual page when it came out, everyone's read it. Every, everyone, everyone's read it. We all understand what it means, and so however they want to interpret their own writing is incorrect at this point. So they're they're basically they're basically shortchanging their own tournaments. Money. Well, <clears throat> let's. It's a, it's a little scummy. It's just scummy. Let, let's. It's let's, just scummy. Come on, guys. Let's. Let's not all jump against them now. Maybe they needed the money. Maybe they needed the money. Maybe they needed to open up BlizzCon because they know BlizzCon's not going to go very well this weekend. BlizzCon is this weekend, bro. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe they had to put a down payment on the auditorium. They said, "Look, we were supposed. We were expecting fifty thousand people. It's not going to happen. We need to take the money from this and put it over there just to cover the cost." Listen. I, I, Make sure everybody talks to everybody who they know who was going to BlizzCon. If you know somebody that's going to BlizzCon, there is a lot of please, light bulbs there. <laughs> please get in contact with your friends. If anyone is going to BlizzCon, make sure that they have their cameras ready because stuff is going to happen. Okay. Paul, Paul's there's correct. There's no way. There's no way that people are not going to say or do something. Now, I'm not saying bad. I'm just saying a, an actual. Oh, so, let's just say actual kind of like reaction to how I, I can say as of right now, next week's episode will be full of BlizzCon news. I can okay. just tell you right now. So the the main issue the main issue from this is is they're gonna they're ignoring everything. They have completely ignored all all speculation of them stealing money, and basically they're just waiting for uh, two o'clock on Saturday when they're gonna release all these titles. And they think that everyone is just going to forget about everything that's happened because now we're going to get Diablo 4. Like, that's what everyone is hoping for. Like, they think that you, that's going to be... Do you think they'll CGI... Do you think they'll CGI the crowd? Maybe that's what they took the money for. Bro, Maybe they took the money so they could buy they someone to do CGI anything. work. So Because when they show it live, they want to make it look like it's filled. And someone could just stand up and say, uh, Hail Hong Kong or, 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 or something... They they might use CGI. They they might they might do it. They might not even show the crowd. They might even shut off microphones. There's going to be something going on. 
people's memories are so short it's, they're worse than goldfish if they release if they tell you they're gonna release five games next year everyone all of a sudden will forget they believe everyone will forget everything and I, I seriously i'm hoping i'm hoping seriously that 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 does not happen because they're not getting off this easy there's no way they're getting they're, off this they, easy. there's no way they can show it they have to show gameplay they Callie. have to they have to show gameplay Dude. of diablo 4 if it's a trailer that's a fail that's a fail if they if, if it's a if they do not show Diablo 4, like actual gameplay, that and and show a date, there then they're that's a fail. That's a fail of BlizzCon. The narrative, the narrative currently is is that Activision Blizzard supports infractions to civil rights. That's that's the narrative, right? They're supporting they're supporting infractions against civil rights in order to make money because they want to be in the Chinese market. That's the narrative, right? <clears throat> so now, not saying a word, not saying anything, and just promising the world and releasing game titles, they believe that that's going to erase what's going on. I'm curious to know what's going to happen actually at the con. Like, who are they letting in? The question and answer period is going to be different. There are no Q and A's. Like they have to limit the they have to limit the contact between the 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 fans and the actual developers. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did yeah, a no video QA. trailer yeah. of announcements. They're going to be there's going to be a guy that comes up and he'll introduce a video that introduces the game because anybody that goes on stage to talk. Someone's gonna say something like "boo." Right? There's gonna be a "boo" or yeah. something. Like, there's gonna be something. You can't, you can't go through an entire con after this much drama's come up and no one's gonna say a word. I, I, I think you're right, Tally. 100. percent They're gonna show a cinematic. What I'm saying is that if they don't show gameplay trailer, it's a fail. It's a fail for BlizzCon. You know what I'm saying? But I think you're 100 percent right. I think they're just gonna show a cinematic trailer. It's gonna show some some cool stuff and then a date's going to pop up and it'll be, right. it'll, it'll just say like fall 2020, right? right? It'll, it'll say something along the lines of that. The verbiage they used was the Q and a doesn't change because they, everyone puts everyone, every, this, they've done this every year. Everybody puts questions in a box and then they pull the questions out and screen them. Okay. That's the one Q and a, then there's the other one they're, they're... where the people ask the people what they're going to ask. And then they let them ask the question. Now, no, of course, you can change your mind. You can change it, right? They're not going to change your mind. That's how you got the red shirt guy. That's yeah. how we ended up with the red shirt guy because they changed their mind. Like, I'm not, I would not be surprised. Okay. But if that's what they do, then it, it's not the official con of Blizzard anymore. Right. Right. It's not, it's not the openness of it. I want to know if there's going to be an army of Mays. I want to know if a bunch of girls are going to dress up like May in protest. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I want to know what's going to oh, happen. We'll like, find I out. Make sure, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll know. But I wouldn't be surprised. Listen to me. I would not be surprised if Wi-Fi doesn't work. I would not be surprised if people can't get onto the internet. I would not be surprised. Oh. I would not be surprised if if internet access at the actual con is is dodgy at best. If you're not near a tower directly, and if the towers are not near the area directly, and you have to be near the tower, then you're not seeing Can what's going on. you imagine that they don't put any Wi-Fi? Oh, there's no internet connection. That would be very interesting. There's, there's a lot of stuff here, bro. There's a lot of stuff that here. That would and be they can, very they sneaky if they did that. And they could say anything they want. They're going to say technical difficulties, video difficulties. Right. We apologize. Right. You know, or 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 maybe the Wi-Fi goes down for the four-hour period where all the Q and A's are going. Yeah, on. something's gonna. Go. You know, anything <laughs> anything can happen here because if you're trying to control the narrative, 
after the shitstorm that's been happening, I'm pretty sure that's the kind of thing you're going to have to be doing. I, I, it's amazing to me. I did a poll last week just jokingly, right? I was like, oh, Activision and EA and Bethesda, they're all in the, in, the, in the running for worst company of the year, right? Ubisoft is in there as well. And they just keep one-upping each other, one-upping each other, one-upping each other. And it's like, oh, Bethesda's in the lead, and then Activision does something. And then EA comes out with something. It's like, what is going on? Do they... Do the big wigs, do the CEOs, like, are they playing a poker game going, nice yeah. move. All right. Send in the next shit storm, right? Yeah, like, but you, but you gotta, but she's, what you guys don't understand is everyone believes that this somehow hurts credibility. Okay. We have full oh, blown, we have full blown mongoloids in the gaming community who don't care what the narrative about is. Anything. They will throw money at whatever game shoots out of their ass. They're, they're it like, doesn't matter. Like, what do you what, so, what do you need? Uh, what, what's that? Right. Is that a, a skin? Twenty. There you go. Uh, what what is right. that right there? A, a gun? Uh, I got it. Wait, wait. Uh, right. wait a, a hat? There you go. There you right. go. Wait, hold on. I still got more money. I got more money. Oh, hold on. I got. Uh, what, what, I don't even care what it is. Just uh, was that a sparrow? All right, cool. Uh, wait, it, there you go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they know that the per, the, the the percentage of people that they will know that are going to buy the game and continue to to fund them and fund their anarchy. Okay, overshadows the actual fan base, and that's the scary part. The scary part is the actual fans don't mean anything anymore because they have their group of loyalist followers, the sheeple that they have. The sheeple, I like will, it, Sarge. Who will give them whatever they want? I like and, it. And, Hashtag and, sheeple. I love me, it. It's it, it's disturbing. Okay, because. It's an actual human rights violation thing we're not talking about. We're not talking about we're trying to shut down Blizzard. We're talking about the fact that they're they're just so conniving about certain things and they will never this and this is the part that bothers me the worst. Even though when they know they stand on the wrong side of the fence, they will never admit it. No. They will that's, never That's rule admit number it. one. That's rule number one. Never admit anything. Anything. I cheats on his wife and never admits it. Nope, didn't do it. Wasn't me. Wasn't didn't, me. Didn't do it. Must have been another guy that looked exactly like in, me. I walked in our own house. You were in the bed with her. It wasn't me. Nope, wasn't me. Wasn't, wasn't me. Wasn't. It's a constant. It's constant. Wasn't me. Like, let me ask you a question. Do you believe? Let 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 let's no. give it a full year. Let's give it a full year. No, right? I don't. A full year from now. Right? Just throwing it out there. A full year from now. Okay. Is Pete Hines or Todd Howard allowed to come onto any stage and talk to anyone ever again? Or are they going to have to find someone new? Because no. to me, because to me, if I see Pete Hines in front of me, all I'm going to do is tell him to get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> no, right? he can go out there still. He can go I out there think, still. I don't yeah. think. I don't think he can. Yeah, he can because that, that him and Todd they sit there and go, uh, "I can go what out there." What lies are yeah, we going to yeah, tell today? We can go out there. No one's going to even if they boo us. Yeah, they'll 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 accept us for what we are. They they forgot they forgave us. Right? They're idiots. We can we can just charge them anything. All right, so going from Activision, Blizzard, who right now stealing money from charity and taking it and... and, and no, 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 no. Well, yeah, right. No, stealing, stealing money from the actual community from because the community. that money yeah, is yeah. supposed to be for yeah. the prize. Yeah, yeah, whatever, for the prize. All right, that that seems pretty bad. That seems pretty bad. But let's, let's go last week, a week from today, Thursday, okay, Fallout decided to 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 come out and uh, they... they uh, it's called shit the bed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, I have a two two partner here, right? One is the Outer Worlds. Let's let's go with the Outer Worlds first, right? I've been playing the Outer Worlds I'm about twelve hours in, and I'm absolutely loving this game, right? It's got it's got the the little bit tidbits tidbits of of uh, of Fallout Three, right? 
Fallout New Vegas, got Mass Effect feel because it's space, right? You got your you got your companions and your partners who you take out. You get to upgrade them. You upgrade yourself. You you can put clothes on them. You put clothes on yourself. There's no microtransactions. There's no maximum transactions. There's not a piece of gear that I can pay for to put on my companions or myself, like all the stuff I'm finding in the game. The dialogue, top-notch dialogue, like the dialogue acting and, and stuff, beautifully done. Within the first five minutes of the game, okay, with the first five minutes of the game, I'm hooked because I want to know who these characters are. The characters are talking, and I'm loving it. I'm like, oh, this is so good. I This game feels so good. I don't know what's happened here, Sarge. I've played Pine. Still haven't beat it yet, but that's a full-fledged game. I, I paid for it, and it's a full-fledged game. And then we have this game, okay, which I didn't pay for because it's on Game Pass, which... I actually feel like I should buy it. I feel like I should buy it because this game is phenomenal. I think this game might be game of the year. Okay? Might be game of the year. Well, you, any, listen, like anything can be game of the year when you're surrounded by this much manure. Right. Right. So, but it might be game of the year. Okay? Out of Worlds is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Here's Bethesda. Right? Bethesda says, hey, these guys announced a game just like Fallout. And... Fallout, or I'm sorry, Bethesda, has always kind of dicked over Obsidian, right? Obsidian Over the years, yes. Obsidian made a better Fallout game than Bethesda, right? Now, Obsidian is the makers, well, their old thing, but they became Obsidian, are the makers of Fallout, the original Fallout. <clears throat> the, the, the first, I believe it was and the two. first two. One and yes. two, yeah. Then Bethesda bought it from them, and they made three, four. Okay, and they made they they made the jump. They made the jump from what what Fallout was to the three dimensional what we know now, right? And we loved Fallout Three, but Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout New Vegas is by far a superior game than Fallout Three, right? The dialogue, the game itself is just it's just a better Fallout game. It, it, it was buggy. It was buggy. It had some glitches and so, bugs. So so was Bethesda's. But, but but the <clears throat> but the meat of it, the actual story, the choices being made, the the direct relations of the factions was all more synergized. Things actually felt like it. you changed something. It wasn't just, I'm here. Well, I don't think I don't think it's going to win, but it's going to be up in there for game of the year, right? I have to see what the, what the other games are um, as far as that. We'll, we'll get that in a couple of weeks. Now, Obsidian got dicked over by Bethesda because New Vegas made an 84 and not so an 85. 85. And they and lost they, their they, bonus money. No bonus money. Because they lost their bonus money, they almost went belly up. That's right. They almost did. They almost went belly up, right? But they didn't. Why didn't they? Because they made other good games or great games, right? Eternity, Pillars of Eternity, right? One, and uh, Divinity, right? That is the other one. Uh, Pillars of, is that the one? Is it Pillars of Eternity? And then Divinity. I, I, there's, there's three or four games there. I get, I get the names I get them all confused because they sound, they sound the same. Chat, chat will, will help I, I, I us there. Think, I think it's I think it's Pillars of Eternity. Yes. I know it's Pillars of Eternity, but I forget if it's Divinity Pillars of Eternity. Is that what it's, it's called? <clears throat> well, there's no Divinity Original Sin is the other one. Oh, that's the other one. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's where I get confused. Anyway, they made another game, all right? And it's brilliant, okay? Their other RPG is brilliant. They've made m multiple games, and they're phenomenal games, okay? And this is just another one that's phenomenal. So, Fallout 76... Bethesda says, hey, they're coming out on Friday. I have an idea. Let's I, make an announcement. I have an idea. Let's make an announcement the day before they come out 
because there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? And they're right. like, people hate us already. We can literally say or do anything we want, okay? And here it comes. Here it comes. They say, here's Fallout First, a subscription service for $13 a month, okay? $13. For our POS game that we haven't fixed yet. $13 a month. You two, for $100 right now, you two can own this game again that's still not broke, or I'm sorry, still not fixed, still not working correctly. And yes, you can now get the stuff that you wanted in the regular game, unlimited storage that we couldn't put in the game. Right, we couldn't do it. Couldn't it do much, it. It was Just too hard on the can't do it. But if you pay us more, we could do it, right? Yeah. Um, you could do all this stuff. And now what's happening with Fallout 76 and 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 that I feel that Fallout, and this is just my uh, my look outlook on this, I think they're petty. I think they're so petty that Obsidian made a better Fallout game than them, right? And now they made a better Fallout, a new IP, better than the, what they took over from them, okay? And just in every way, shape, or form, right? If Fallout 76 was one half of what the Outer Worlds is, We've been fine. we would be in a completely different conversation, right? Mm -hmm. But because, okay, the Outer Worlds is a much superior... I haven't come across one bug yet, right? The only thing on my Xbox, I'm playing on Xbox S, is when you're in the uh, cutscenes and it first, it, it first cuts to the person talking, it's like fuzzy, and then boom, it comes in, and then that's it. That's the only thing I've noticed. There's been no glitches, no bugs, no no kind of shitting the bed, no crashing, nothing. Outer Worlds is phenomenal, okay? I'm loving every second of it. When I'm not playing it, Tally said it think, the other day, thinking I'm about thinking it. about it, right? Like right now, I don't want to do this podcast. I literally just want to go play the Outer Worlds, and I want to play it off stream and on stream and whatever. That's all I want to do. Yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind of hook I had when the for the Fallout series. That's how I felt. Right. So I feel that. Bethesda did this on purpose. Why couldn't they pick any other day, any other week to to drop this shit show? But they dropped it the night before the Outer Worlds was coming out because they every want the, they want to take the wind out of their sails. Every YouTuber, every news outlet, everything was talking about Fallout seventy six and how they're idiots for right. charging thirteen dollars right. a month. They were talking about the negative of Fallout four instead of the positive uh, Fallout seventy six. Right, 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 right. So what ends up happening is. Every story that for that for that for, for almost a whole week for every one was, story of Outer Worlds, there's like ten of them about no, Fallout no, 76. No, no, no. The, the way they figured, the way they they had structured that is every time you're, they're talking about Fallout, they mention Outer Worlds. So you couldn't mention one without the other. Right. So they just overlapped their whole advertisement the right. entire week. Right. Because there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. I, I think I think Bethesda's, and I say Bethesda because it's them. I think they're very petty, man. I think they're very petty, and they did it on purpose. They're like, no, let's 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 try to screw these guys. I, 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 I'm telling you right now, if you're playing Outer Worlds on Game Pass, at the end of it, because you can't pay the company more money. You can't. There's no microtransactions. There's no microtransactions, okay? Throw them money. If you enjoyed that game, go buy the game straight out when you can, right? Obviously, you're playing it on Game Pass because you can't afford it. You can't afford $60 right now, whatever your, your circumstances are. But if you bought the game... And you played the game and you enjoy the game, give them money. I, I still or I'm buy still, their next game. I wonder how long it's going to take us to figure out what the cut is for these people that release on Game Pass and to get their money. I, I don't know, like, man. You know, it's, it's weird, man. Here's it's the thing: weird. this wasn't even part of the, the conversation, but 
nothing ever is on this show. We just rant. Uh, too much ranting, according to one person. Uh, so the 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 Game Pass, I feel the more I think about it, is I can't I can't support this this company, right? I didn't pay anything for this game. I'm paying Microsoft for this game, and they're getting a very small percentage. Right, that's the part I'm concerned this, about, and I don't know the breakdown from that. So, what I'm confused about is like Gears of War came out, right? I played Gears of War. I love Gears of War, right? And I'm done with Gears of War. I almost in this mentality of because it's on Game Pass, right? I'm just like, ah, eh, I'll play it. And if I don't play it again, no big deal. I didn't pay for it, right? Right. And I, I, I feel like this might be hurting the industry a little bit because the developers are coming out with these games. And yes, more people can play the games. And there was a report that 40% of players are playing more games because of Game Pass. Yeah, but that, but that does that mean, game. right, any game. That, that they're be any they're game. playing 40% more games. But are they finishing those games? Do you understand what I'm saying? Are they enjoying or are they are they doing like short attention span, like flipping through the channels of television where you play one game for one day and then you're like, no, nah, I'm done playing that. And then you go but to the next how, game. But that's how they spin it. That's how they spin it. In terms of statistical data, they can, they can grab any information they want and say and, those right, things. Right, exactly. My thing is I want to know what the cut is. It's not like an it's not like an epic thing where they're going to pay you X number of million dollars to sell it on their right. platform. It's in-house property. Right. This, exactly. And so I'm curious to know what their percentage is. Like who? Listen, if if this if let let's fast forward five years. If the majority of people now were into Game Pass and they were paying a monthly subscription rate, and this game came out, it'd be kind of a different story. They get a bigger cut because everyone's playing the game right away, type right, of thing. Right. But we're not talking about a whole shit ton of people have Game Pass. Sure, there's a lot of people have Game Pass. Oh no, there's a lot of people with Game Pass. Uh, there is a lot. I said, but how do and they I'll get paid? How do they get paid? I will, I will look it up. How many people have Game Pass from the stats that we know? Well, that's that's the issue, because otherwise it's like it's like being an indie developer. Like how do you how do you get paid for your cut? Is it like a movie theater? They get a certain percentage for the first couple weeks, and then afterwards they get a bigger cut. Like of of everyone's of everyone's five ninety nine. I mean, does it doesn't make sense to me? I mean, oh. yeah, it's a lot of money. Okay, this is this is coming from this is coming from uh, True Achievements. Okay, this is a number. It says Xbox Live has 64 million active users. Game Pass subscribers hit an all-time high. Just because you're an your Xbox Live doesn't mean you have Game Pass. So I'm trying to figure out if they have 64 million active users. It says Microsoft's game revenue has increased 8%. Exact figures weren't available. Uh, Xbox software-related services itself has grown to 31%. It does not say Game Pass. Live Gold subscription helped make up. It just says 64 million active Xbox Live users across Xbox gaming platforms, including Xbox One, Windows 10, iOS, and Android. Yeah, they don't have the exact number. Hell, let's just say they have, I don't know, 10, 15 million people, right, with Game Pass. It's it's, it's, it's probably way more than that, but... You know, it's like $768 million. I, I get that, but... How do you judge what you're paying out for someone oh, that's just running on Game Pass? That. It's way more than that. That's Sorry. a year. No, no, it's a year. That's for the year. 64 million people times 12. Was it, was it 12 bucks a month? Uh, Well, it's 14 for the ultimate now. Right? What's the average? You know, 64 just, million. What I'm, that's... what I'm saying, though, is you're going to make more money selling the copies of the game than you are being on Game Pass and getting a cut of somebody's monthly fee. Right. So I'm just curious to know, is, is Obsidian taking a loss? Or is it some kind of structured payment, like, over time? 
like how many people buy it over time? Do they get the initial thing up front and they get less over time, or they get more less less in the beginning? And it's more nine point two billion dollars a year. Nine point right. two billion dollars a year. So I guess they just I guess they just check the box, right? They just check the box. How many people are playing the game? That's how many people bought the game, and you get paid uh, accordingly. I would love to talk to somebody that maybe has a it's game crazy. on Game Pass. I would love to see what their what their I don't want to know their exact sales numbers. I just want to know how they get paid. Do they get paid on people's time playing the game, which I think they do, right? I'm assuming that's what they do. Oh no, man. Do they get it's, upfront it's, it's money? Weird, do they make variable. upfront money upfront? Like like Xbox says, hey, um, how many games do you think you're gonna sell? Right? Well, I think we're gonna sell like 10 million copies. All right, great. 10 million copies. So they pay them upfront. They don't they don't have to pay them 60 anymore because we're not talking about right. trucks and drivers and shit. We're right. talking about that less that 25 and a half percent. Right. So right now the game companies used to make uh, after you stock it and ship it and make the game and do all the stuff, they the game company makes about forty percent, right? Right. They make it was about forty percent. Like Thirty-two dollars. Yeah, it's like thirty-two or thirty-eight dollars or something like that. We'll just say it's forty percent, right? Forty percent for for quick math. And now they're making like eighty percent or seventy percent, right? Because now they're not doing that stuff. And I know people are like, well, they gotta pay thirty percent towards Xbox and they gotta pay thirty percent towards PlayStation and they gotta pay thirty percent towards the Windows thing. Well, you, you don't yeah. want to cut yet. Yeah, well that's that's fine. They keep everything else, right? They're not they're not marketing it. They're not their their market's Twitter now, right? Their market's Twitch streamers. Gamers and all this gamers, other stuff. Twitter and the in between right. the in between advertisements, yeah. Advertisement's a lot cheaper now than it was back in the day. And if yep. people tell me I'm bullshitting no you... No TV time. I know what it is, because I work in the fucking industry as far as filming the fucking things. Okay? So, yes, they're expensive, but in the big picture, they're dropping the bucket, right? Advertisement is is a big part of the gaming process. Where does Bungie advertise their their stuff when they when they when De when Destiny does it? Well, oh, uh, let's drop a trailer watched, on YouTube, I three on Twitter. Videos. Right. I watched three videos. I saw six six commercials for Destiny. Yeah. And they and they do advertisements and they pay by the thousands, right? They pay by the thousands or whatever uh, per click. So there, so I don't, I just don't know about Game Pass where it's going. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's good or bad, right? For for the industry yet, I think it's too new. Um, but <clears throat> I think The Outer Worlds is a great game, and I think if you like a game like that and you like an actual, an actual complete game. Okay, now it's not as big as Fallout. Like, like they've even said, there's someone speedrunning it right now in 26 minutes. They could play the whole campaign in 26 minutes. Why you would do that? I have no idea. Congratulations. I played 12 hours, and I think I've been on three planets of the of, of like eight that you could be on. Right? I'm going everywhere and talking to everybody and doing all the side quests and all the things, and I'm gonna get easily 60 to 80 hours out of it easily. Okay, so. Let's go back to Fallout 76, right? The subscription model. Now, I know you guys have watched six ways from Sunday, okay? <laughs> from all these different videos of YouTube, people saying, how is Bethesda doing this? And I, this is the question I want to ask chat and everybody else, right? Don't worry, Sarge is just blowing his nose. He's, um, <clears throat> I want to ask chat and the people out there on YouTube and listening to this podcast... If Fallout 76 wasn't the shit show that it is, and they came out with a $13 subscription model, okay, would you be as pissed, okay? Now, there's people pissed about this that don't even play the fucking game, right? 
There's more people that don't even play the game, and they're they're like, ah, I can't believe you paid for this, right? They're angry at the people that bought the thing, okay? There's even factions of people now going after people. The, 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 the Civil War thing is hilarious. Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. There's a Civil War going on inside the game now because yeah. of it, if, you're, if yeah. you're a first player, okay? But here's my question to you guys. What if... As Epic did with the Battle Pass, now everyone's adopting the Battle Pass, right? What if Bethesda is successful at this monthly thing? Maybe 300,000 people buy it, right? 13 bucks a month. That's 300,000 people times 100 bucks, right? Right? That's extra money. That's an income of constant income coming in, okay, for an entire year. Already up front. They've already made it. They bought the whole $100 up front. Now, and they don't have to worry about it again. And there's microtransactions. I'm sorry, maximum transactions in the game. It's thirty million dollars. What if for doing for doing nothing? For doing nothing, right? Thirty million dollars for doing nothing. Right, nothing. Now, what if Bungie decides to make a subscription service, which I already believe it is. You do too. About seven bucks a month, right? For what right. you for what you pay. Okay. What if they decided to do something like that? Right, monthly subscription. I don't think they are. What I'm saying is no. people enjoy but Destiny. If it, but if they were in trouble, they might. But what I'm saying, the reason I'm using Bungie as the example. Because they're on their own. They're on their own, and the people love them, right? People love Bungie. They love Destiny. There's a lot of people that love Destiny. It's a really tight community. If if Bungie said, hey, guys, uh, we're, we're coming out with the uh, with the Guardian edition. It's eight, at, bucks a, eight bucks a month. Ten bucks, twelve bucks, whatever it is, right? Whatever they decide, it's a monthly. No, single, make it single digit. That right. way, people nine ninety nine, nine ninety nine. There's your single digit, Sarge. All right, nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Okay, if they did it, would people be as upset as Fallout people, right? As it is with Fallout, I don't think they would. Okay. Well, here's here's my here's my thing about that though. The, the issue I still have, and a lot of people don't see it from my side because they, they just want the entertainment. They don't care how they get it, okay? But a monthly subscription rate – now, World of Warcraft is different, so leave that out of the conversation just for a moment. If Destiny were to do a monthly subscription rate and tell you it was $9.99 and everyone jumped on it, okay, my question then is, is are they going to release quality content – or can they now be lazy because they have all the money up front, right? They can be lazy. See, my belief, my belief is, is if you're not under pressure for doing well, if you don't realize in the back of your head that if we don't do well, our company is shutting down, right? right? That's 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 the thought process. If we're we're only as good as our last game. If we don't do well, we're going to go under, right? If you have a monthly subscription rate, people are just paying into it. You have all that money up front. You got that money. The pressure is off. And so you kind of can do what you want, right? Because you have plenty of time to decide we made a wrong error. Let's decide to change it now because you'll lose some subscriptions, right? Right. You'll lose subscription members over time. You're like, well, we lost about 100,000 people. We might need to correct this. But you're, you still have less risk, right? I.e. example, Cuphead guys. I.e. example, Witcher guys. Yeah. Guys who realize that if we don't make a good game, the company might not be around. So we have the pressures on to make a good game. When you take the pressure off of a company that they don't have to do a good game, they just have to make a game, then that's exactly what you get. You just get a game. Here's the thing, and I and I, I said this 
and I'll, again, I'll use Bungie because I said it on the Monday night's broadcast of the Raiders Roundtable, right? I dove right into the head, the hornet's nest, right? And I and I brought up the— Threw the, a hand grenade, bro. Yeah, I watched the yeah, EP. It was beautiful. You basically threw a hand grenade. It was beautiful, right? And uh, I'll do it again. I'll do it again anytime. I'm a loose cannon. Okay, so if if Bungie decides to make it a monthly subscription, or— Would you do it? Would you do I, it? I would because I enjoy the game, right? And that's why I'm putting myself in the perspective of the people that enjoy Fallout 76, right? Whoever that is, right? I do play Fallout 76, and I do like it, okay? Who am I to tell someone not to pay the $13? Now, I think $13 is a little expensive considering you get Netflix for a lot cheaper, and there's a lot more content, a lot more stuff. But then again, that's movies, and this is video games, right? Again, you get more for World of Warcraft. Hell, you can play uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, okay, for free. Okay, it's and it's crossed over a billion dollars in revenue. Okay, came out in 2011, I believe. So it's been eight years. They they crossed a billion dollars. Okay, for a free game, right? They went free. Now Warcraft, if, don't get me wrong, I believe is still a monthly subscription. Correct? I haven't played it in years. Yeah, still the same. Okay, they give you content, and and what you're provide what they're providing for you is content. They have lost a lot of their. They have lost oh, a lot course. of subscriptions though. Of course. Okay. But at the pinnacle of the thing, they had like 30, 30 million subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Well, you have to ride the wave when you can. You're not going to have thirty million subscribers for a decade, but they were pretty well, fucking no, they close. Were, they were. They were damn close. Right. Though. They were pretty damn close. Yeah. Okay. You got to ride the wave as long as you can. Okay. But as far as if 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 Bungie had a subscription, I'd be okay with it. But if you're starting to put microtransactions in there. And I'm paying a monthly subscription, right? Then I'm like, what? What are you doing? What is what is this money going towards, compared to what that money's going towards? Now, I said on the Monday night, I have no problem with the 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 Festival of the Lost, right? The Festival of the Lost is out right well, now. They did a nice job. They did a great job. Around. Yeah, great job. I spent two Be hours walking around because the pumpkins are there. Fucking frame rates garbage. Tanking. It's tanking. Garbage. It's okay. still pretty though. Right. It's still pretty. Oh, yeah, it's great. But now it's like. Okay, but it's great. That's they've because, done because you don't have an X, bro. They've done a great job, right? They're they're pushing me out. Don't worry. Don't have an we'll X. talk about that in a second, right? So they're 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 pushing me out, but the game looks beautiful, right? And I'm okay with 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 Destiny doing what they're doing. And people think I hate Destiny, and I just brought up a point on Monday that look, their lights aren't shutting off. They have eighty thousand square feet of air conditioning. They fucking have a chef and everything else inside there. They're doing okay. You know why? Because their first game that they came out with that skyrocketed was Halo. Okay, they're still making money off Halo. Okay, okay. Well, now not anymore because Microsoft bought it straight up. But that's right. Okay, when they, they made were. when they made money from Halo all those years, they made a shit ton of money so they can make their next games. Okay, and. The big price point is distribution, okay? They have to get a publisher to distribute their stuff. Well, I hate to break it to you. They're on their own now, meaning they have enough capital, right? But I don't know how business works. They have enough capital to leave self and self-publish, meaning they're bringing money in and paying money for other developers to come underneath the Bungie name so they can release games and publish it for them. Okay, they're not running out of money. Okay, they don't need to maximum transaction you with the stuff. Today, I figured out I can't get the masks that are in the in the Eververse right now. Right now, there's the the um, um, there's three masks. There's uh, the the glitter one. There's the jack o' lantern one, and there's the oryx one. Okay, masks are dropping like like crazy. I can't get those three. 
I go to the store and I happen to see the glitter and the other two, the jack-o'-lantern, okay, and Oryx in there, and they're charging, I think it's like $3 or $6 for a, for a Halloween mask. And I'm like, oh, God. I was like, seriously, is this the reason I can't get it to drop because it's in the store right now? And then next week, what, it's going to drop because next week someone data mined it that it's going to go it's, – it's going to be in the store for Bright Dust later on. But my point is that they're maximum transactioning people, right? Dollar a level, just like I said it would be. Okay. Good call on that one. Okay. They're going to microtransaction you. If it's stuff for the Festival of Loss, cool. I'm using it as an example, but I'm okay with it because it's a free event, right? I've paid my $60. This is just a free event on top of it. It's not part of Shadow Keep. It's not part of the season pass. It's a free event. If they want to come out with a Christmas event, they want to come out with a beach ball event for summertime, they want to come out with stuff like that and they microtransaction you, cool. Cool. But the regular game that I paid $60 for should not have any microtransactions in it. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Nada. What's happening right now, and people are delusional, okay, and you're delusional. If you're listening to me and you're like, this guy's crazy, I'm crazy because you're delusional, okay? The, the fact of the matter is that they're doing less, okay? They produce less for more. You pay more for less. less, okay? And people don't understand that, right? And the, and the defense that they say, well, is if you don't like it, don't buy it cool i'm not buying it but what i'm not also buying are games that now take stuff out of the game and put it into a place where i have to grind three or five times longer to get which is impossible because now they put a time gate on top of it where this stuff leaves at the end of this time frame right the so, FOMO. Right. The FOMO. So I have to pay more, or if I don't want it, and I get it. I'm not going to buy everything in the fucking thing. Even if everything was well, in the game, I probably wouldn't even earn all the stuff because there's just so much stuff to earn. But but getting back to Fallout 76, right? See, I believe at this point in time that Todd Howard and Pete Hines are just the scapegoats. The higher-ups have made decisions of what, what Fallout has to do. And I believe that ZeniMax people in charge— have now basically sacrificing, they are sacrificing the Fallout IP in order to establish a baseline of competitive pricing in order to figure out who will pay for what so that when Starfield and Elder Scrolls Man. 6 comes out, when that stuff comes okay, out, that they know what they can get away with. They are sacrificing Fallout to figure it out for the rest of the IPs. I'm telling you. Right? I feel bad for Todd Howard and Pete Hines on a little level because at this point, ever since Fallout Shelter came out and they started doing that, the started doing microtransactions to test the waters. Maximum and transactions. And figure out what they can do with their IP. Now we've reached the saturation point where now, and here's what I also believe. <clears throat> I believe that Bethesda is in a position where they are trying to do as much as they can to establish a baseline value for their company so that they can be bought. They're looking I, to be I, purchased. I believe that they're looking to be purchased because everything that they're doing for the last year and a half right. has been trying to get steady income for that game. Who do you, okay. They're trying to establish a value. They're looking for someone to buy them Who, out. Okay. Who can okay. buy them? That's what they're doing. Who can buy well, them? That, well, listen. I I would love to see. Honestly, I can tell God, you who's going to buy them. 
I would love to see Microsoft pick him up. I can tell you 100% Microsoft will pick him up. I, I said this like a year and a half ago. I said Microsoft I will probably pick him up, okay? Microsoft will probably pick him up, and it's a perfect platform to put on the Game Pass. Yeah, but they're going to have to repair the damage that Bethesda did to them. That's fine. Are they, are they picking up the whole company, or are they giving the IP to somebody else? They can just That's pick the up, question. They can pick up the IP. You can, but, you can sell off anything you want. But, but do you think it's Zenimax, feasible? I don't think Zenimax is getting out of the industry. To tell you that, no, no, they're not getting out of the industry. They're trying to they're trying to sell off a piece of it, yeah. because they're looking for some capital. I think they're trying and to get rid of Bethesda. Yeah, they're sacrificing Fallout. I think they're trying to either get rid of the Fallout IP or Bethesda's IP. Right? Like they're just going to get rid of a Bethesda and sell a Bethesda off, and then like games like Starfield, if they do the same type of stuff as Fallout seventy six, or if they do Skyrim, the same as Fallout seventy six. Now, obviously, I don't know if they're doing anything of the sort of that but what i'm saying is if they make them the same type of game like that where it's microtransactions which i think they're going to go that way right because todd howard said there's people Bro, still playing is... skyrim and we and, can't and make the, any money the off of talked, them yeah the way he talked and about we can't make mad. any right we can't make he any money off of them make any money off right that. so they they have to figure a way to make money and if they're, they're going to do that how's the best way to do it well, you join a company like Microsoft or EA, where you have EA Access, or you have Game Pass, or you have PlayStation, someone's got to pick them up, right? And Fallout and Bethesda have always worked closely with Microsoft. So I can see Microsoft picking them up and slipping them right into Game Pass, and you play Fallout 76, boom. You don't pay anything, and then they can keep the microtransactions in there. Everything can be microtransactions. Everything can be paid for. Everything can be private servers. Look at Minecraft. Look at Minecraft. Minecraft. No one ever brings up Minecraft. Minecraft is one of the biggest games on the planet Earth, okay? You can buy Rent Realms, which is your own private server, okay? You pay that monthly, right? You buy microtransactions of skins and worlds and different packs and little bundles and little colored things, right? And they're actually microtransactions. They're like five bucks this, six bucks that, seven bucks this. And you're not getting one fucking skin. You get a pack of skins. You get like eight skins for five dollars. You get like that's like microtransactions, right? You get like a whole world that's so built for like Toy Story, or you get a whole world built of something else. That's the mentality Microsoft's going for, right? They're nickel and diming you for stiff. Not only are you paying for Game Pass, but you're also paying for the microtransactions. So I could see Bethesda getting bought. Okay, or the Fallout franchise getting picked up and bought, and then inserting into Game Pass. It, it, it's yeah. a it's a fit. It's a fit for them. I, I get it, but how do you how do you not step back, someone who's built Fallout from the ground up? How do you not look back at this and say, how much damage are we doing to the brand? How much damage are we doing to the brand? That means that means to me a hundred percent that they don't care because they're still making money I, on what they have. Well. They're still making the money that they want to make on who is still left right, playing but here's, this piece of shit. Here's what I think, though. I, I Like my analogy that I've said for years, I don't think they have to have everyone playing their game, right? They know their niche market, right? They know their niche. Their niche is the people that are playing the game right now. Who and they're disturbed and are bad consumers on the no, planet. But that's whatever it is. That, that's their niche. Yeah, people but, who have no concept of economics it's the same at all thing. No, no. just have money to burn. No, but this is the same thing as a sports team. Right, your niche market is your season ticket holders. You might be a Cleveland Browns fan or Detroit Lions fan or hell, a fucking New York Mets fan. Okay, which I am. Okay, and they've been sucking for literally uh, half a decade. Right, most of my life. But there's season ticket holders. Those people buy the jerseys, they buy the press boxes, they buy those things. Right, those that niche market that they have. 
and the stadium holds 50,000 people or 60,000 people, but the season ticket holders are like 10,000, 5,000 people. That's it. 5,000 people pay $1,000 for a seat, okay, instead of 1,000 people paying $5 a seat or $15 a seat or $30 a seat, okay? That's the niche market they're going for. So I know we want to look at it and go, well, Bethesda, they're out of their fucking mind. But are they really? Like, if you think about it, they're like, hey, we can try to make everyone happy or we can really just try to make these people happy that they're going to fund us, that they're going to make this thing. Still alienating. Oh, I know 100% it is, right? I You might not agree with it, but that's the way what I think they're doing. No, no. I, I, listen, I don't, agree, I don't agree with it because they're damaging a brand and they don't give a shit. But it wasn't their brand to begin with. Okay, that's that's the part. But that wasn't their brand to begin with, right? I know it's still to me. It's still sacrificing an IP. They they brought it, they bought it, and they made it better. They hyped it up so much, and now they're destroying it, right? That's that's what they're doing. What else, what other companies doing that? Oh wait, is Disney doing that with Star Wars? Yes, it's the exact same fucking thing. The exact same fucking thing. Only difference is it's movies and video games, right? So going back to what if this is the new battle pass? Right? What if the I'm, what if, I'm worried? What if the subscription model works for for Bethesda on console, right? On console, right? Now, Elder Scrolls a couple years ago first came out. It had a monthly subscription. They got rid of that real fast. Okay. Now Elder Scrolls is free, right? And there's a store in there, microtransaction store and stuff like that, right? You can pay a monthly fee on top of it, and you get like different gold coins and stuff right, like the that, bonuses. which they're doing, right? Which they're doing. So they've taken the exact same model. They've taken the exact same model that Elder Scrolls is doing, where you pay a monthly thing. We give you extra in-game coins. You get your stuff. You get the storage. You get whatever it is. They're doing the exact same thing. No one's bitching about Elder Scrolls, right? They have their niche market over at Elder Scrolls, and that's who's playing the because, game. Because the 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 slow cooking of the frog in Elder Scrolls is money over time, and it's an MMO. Yeah. And so people understand that an MMO is some kind of fee you it's have to pay same, for. It. It's the same company. I, I know it is. It's the same like, company. That's what, that's what makes everybody fucking retarded. But that's what I'm saying. People people don't that's even why, realize. That's why, to me, I, I laugh because it, how do you see it here, but you don't see it here? People are like goldfish, man. They're like. Uh, right. They don't know. They don't know. I, I just I basically, call, I, I basically call it poor consumerism. That's what I call it. Where where you believe that your instant gratification, that you're happy with the whatever product you're paying for is fine. But if you talk to somebody over the last 18 months and explain it to them, well, you're paying $50 and you're only getting 10 hours of entertainment. Whereas before I paid $20 and I got 100 hours of entertainment. And then your excuse is, well, I'm having fun. That, well, I'm telling you. Like, if... that's, that's the part that bothers me. It's like, so you keep giving them free, you, give, you keep giving them free reign to do less and for you to pay more. And you keep saying it's okay. Right. Right? right. So I'm worried that it will succeed. What happens if the 300,000 people who are mentally incapacitated and are handing Bethesda $100 a year to play a broken, it's a broken piece game. of shit game yeah. that's, that actual industry that's, has called that's the broken problem. piece of shit? Right. Not me personally. Right. The industry as a whole that's, has called the game a broken piece of that, shit. That's that's the problem. If Fallout 76 was a full-fledged game, even if it was a, it, as buggy as Fallout 3, I don't think people would care, right? But it's, it's fucking broke. Right, it's broken many different ways, and I think that's why people are like thirteen bucks for a broken game. If it was a non a non broken game or almost less than a broken game, I think people would be like, yeah, okay, that's fine, right? I, I think we get less shit on, 
right? But because it's broke and all the problems that I have, it, this is just one more step for Bethesda. And I'm telling you, Pete Hines and Todd Howard, they're just like, well, it doesn't matter. These people hate us, but there's all these people that like us, and I'm going to walk back on that stage and tell you, make a couple jokes. You're going to think I'm cool again, and then everything will be hunky-dory. You know what I mean? Hey. That's that's just it. So Sad, bro. Yeah, sad. It is It is sad. I want to talk about Bungie and and, the, and what I was talking about. <clears throat> um, yeah, but it, are they milking the fans, though, Tweak? If, if the fans are fans— then if you want to say that, that they're milking the fans, then Star Wars or Harry Potter or Game of Thrones is milking their fans, right? Because they come out with the books, they come out with the comic books, they come out with the toys, they come out with the shirts, they come out with the mugs, they come out with candles, they come out with this, they come out with miniseries, they come out with the swing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Those people, if they love something so much, they're going to buy it regardless of what it is, right? It's It gets narrower and narrower but people are super fans, and super fans are going to love it. The season ticket holders of that IP are going to love whatever they come out with, right? Overwatch and Blizzard might be getting shit on, but people love Overwatch so much, they'll go out and buy the Lego sets. They'll go buy a thing. They'll go cosplay as the thing. They'll go They'll go buy the comic books. They'll do anything. They don't care what Blizzard's is. They're a fan of the IP of Overwatch, right? They're the fans of Star Wars. They're the fans of Harry Potter. It doesn't matter what it is. They're going to milk those fans, and that's why I'm upset with Star Wars because they literally told... This is not even on the list. The writers that were Game of Thrones... They came out and said that they literally didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Okay, once they had it, they were they were they were so confused by jo George Martin giving them the full swing of the thing of of the series, and they had no idea what they were doing. They were at a convention, telling people that they were were on the job training. Okay, only in Hollywood can you fail upwards. Okay, only in Hollywood can you not know what the fuck you're doing and get an Academy Award and Oscars and Emmys, okay, and then move on and get a big-ass contract and be shit at your job for the rest of your life and only be known for that one thing that you've done. That's it. That's it. So they've been fired, but they quit off the Star Wars. And you know why they quit, Sarge? They quit because they didn't want the toxic fans anymore, okay? And I, I laugh at that joke because fans themselves— know the material better than the creators know the material because they ingest it all to be those fans, right? And regular fans become toxic when the person doing the actual thing doesn't know as much as the people that love the actual thing called fans. If you have a director or writers that are not fans of the actual stuff and they start writing for stuff and then there's plot holes and things and character development that just toss to the side... The fans become toxic because they're like, "Who? what is this? This is not what we fucking asked for. So the writers left Star Wars because they yeah, didn't want to deal how, with any more toxic fans. Yeah, but how – listen, it's 20, It's 2019. Okay? Back in the day, if you, if you were asked to work on a Star Wars film, you would have jumped at the chance. You're telling me guys who are up and coming took the Netflix deal over working on a Star Wars movie yeah. – that's how that's how because crazy they didn't want, Star Wars is. Yeah, but think about this. They they shat on think think about how professional they are. They shat on the last couple seasons of of Game of Thrones because they were too occupied working on the Star Wars stuff. They fucked up this. They're gonna fuck up this. Now they left that to go do something else to fuck up on. Oh, and by the way, one of the guys I forget which guy it is, dumb or dumber, 
Uh, his father is part of Goldman Sachs. Now, if you guys don't know what Goldman Sachs is, it's one of the fucking largest investors and in banks in the in the world. Um, how did he get his position? Hmm. A writer for a top show on HBO uh, gets a job and doesn't know what he's doing and then gets on the job training when he's making millions of dollars. Hmm. Nepotism much? I think so. Right. Like these are things that actually happen. So does it happen in the video game industry? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Right. The investors and stuff like that for, for video games. Now, I want to talk about if you watch the podcast on Monday night, this is my rebuttal. On Thursday night, okay? I didn't get to say what I wanted to say completely all the way through because I understand business a lot, right? I majored in business, right? I work for businesses. I'm employed by myself. I know how to make money and what I'm worth and how much percentage I get back on, on what my output is, okay? A game company like Bungie, and I'll use Bungie because this is what I did, they made their money on Halo, they made their money on Halo 2. They sold their IP to Microsoft, meaning they made money because they sold their IP off to a company. They, well, they, built, they built it up. They built it up. And they sold it. Right, and they sold it slowly and surely, okay? They took the Halo brand, okay, and made books and comic books and toys and all this other stuff, which they all got percentages for, okay, which made them this beautiful facility that they work in now. And they're not renting, okay? I'm pretty sure they own their 80,000 square foot inside Seattle. That would be stupid if they were paying rent. Okay. Now, Lono brought up a Jason Schreier article, and I knew exactly which one he was talking about, okay, where he said that everything he read, that it's much more expensive. Well, the number that I used, I said $90,000 per person, okay? And that wasn't including, that wasn't including the overhead on top of that, that was just their salaries, okay? Which was my mistake, right? Because Jason Schreier's article, he says, this is coming from Obsidian. Obsidian says they average at about $10,000 per person per month. And that includes the overhead of insurance, air conditioning, electricity, all this stuff. Everything included, $10,000 per month per person. Per person. Per person, okay? So if you did that math, Okay, which I will do for you now, chat and, 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 and the listeners everywhere. Okay, so let's do now. Bungie, right now, as of Wikipedia, says they have 600 employees. I'm gonna put 700. I'm gonna put 700 just in case. 700 times 10,000, okay, is seven million dollars per month times 12 is 84 million dollars a year. Okay, now we all know because it was written by Jason Schreier that it took them 18 months to develop Destiny 1 because they had to scrap it and then start over from scratch. Not but my still, words. Yeah, but they still they still spend that money not, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah I understand develop, that. Development time. I understand you that. Gotta, you still got to give them the five-year development time. All right, time. 84 times five, times five is $420 million. $420 million. I'll even give them an extra $80 million on top of that because in an article it said it was a $500 million game. So that's $500 million. $500 million in the development time of that. Now, okay, so that's $500 million of Destiny. Now, Destiny sold 15 million copies. Okay, 15 million copies. 15 million copies is times 60, and this is just 60 now. This is not including $120 or $250 for the other stuff. Special editions or whatever just, else. That's $900 million minus the $500 million. Okay. 
minus the 500 million gets you 400 million dollars out of that 400 million dollars okay 400 million dollars let's just say because obviously they didn't get all that money right that's right right minus 30 percent they still made 120 million dollars okay 120 million dollars and that was just destiny one now they didn't make 15 million every year right i would assume but it makes me beg to differ because the story later in the article that we have here battlefield or battlefront the game that didn't succeed and was shit and no one liked okay but between, just, it just didn't perform as expected it didn't explore perform as expected for a shit game it sold 13 million copies for the first one and 9 million for the second one and in total from Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2 they've sold over 33 million copies okay for a shitty game now Destiny has been selling every year a $60 game for 5 years okay for 5 some years. type of some type of DLC on so that level so you would yeah. assume they're selling somewhere between 5 and 10 million copies per year $60 okay so let's just do that Let's just say 7 million copies per year, okay? 7 million copies per year times 5 is 35 million copies for the next four years, right? Over, 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 the, over the next thing, okay? And then we're going to times that by 60, okay? Which is another, hold on, my calculator doesn't go up that high. I have to turn it. $2.1 billion. Billion with a B. And that's cutting it in half and in a quarter, Okay? And that's not including the additional 120 million that they've made profit-wise on the things. Why do I say all this? It's because I'm fighting for the maximum transactions. They're literally charging you $60 for this, $10 for this, $10 for a skin, $21 for a fucking bundle of, of uh, emotes or whatever. Okay? The guitar, I think, is like $16 or whatever it is. And I'm, I'm baffled by this because people just buy it left and right, and they're like, well, I'm just supporting the game. You already supported the game. You already supported them, okay? They are now having enough money where they can go make 10 other games, okay? Because Bungie's prof or B Bungie was one of the most expensive games in history with $500 million. An average game costs like $80 to $100 million. $80 to $100 million, okay? Witcher 3. With two DLCs, cost eighty-one million dollars for for the whole thing. Eighty-one million dollars. But to be fair, they're in Poland, right? And they had a grant. Cost the cost right. of living adjustment different. Okay, there. all of this, all of this. Okay, so I actually underutilized my price on Monday's podcast. Okay, so I just wanted to clarify there. So there's the math. Okay, I don't hate Bungie in any way. As a company, I love their game. And okay? a company's job, a sole a, a purpose sole company, in life, right? Is purposes to make I money. I have nothing Got against that. the developers. Okay, they're just doing their job. They're making things. It's the entity of business of corporations that nickel and dime you, right? Like Luke Smith is not the corporate guy. Luke Smith is the head pawn of the thing, right? So there's there's a bunch of stuff that when you take defense of well, this guy doesn't know anything about business. I know a lot about business. I understand the breakdown. And what I find funny is. If you don't see what I see, you know nothing about business and how you're paying way too much for the product that's coming out, okay? Because now digital video games have done a fucking flip 180, okay? Because now 70% of the people buy digital, 30% buy, uh, buy manual, you know, actual physical products, okay? 
There is no shelf space. There is no truck driving anymore. It's literally anyone that makes a comment towards me and says, well, they have to pay the shelf space. How did you buy the game? Did you buy it physical? Did you buy it physical? Or did you buy it directly from Microsoft, right? Do you think they're actually paying 30% off of everything? I'm pretty sure they have deals, just like streamers have deals, where if you have a certain amount of subscribers, you pay less, and you pay less, and you get a bigger percentage. Yeah, that's about 26.5%, almost 30% for the for the middleman. Game companies, but, now, but now there's no middleman. Game companies used to make anywhere between 33 and 40% based on the contracts or whatever they had, okay, per unit. Okay, now they're now, in the upwards and 70, 50. no, 70 to 80% of the actual revenue. Well, if, if that's if they're self-publishing. That's yeah. if they're self-published. Well, yes. wait a minute. Well, first of all, like Respawn, right? They're part of EA, right? That's like correct. Battlefield's part of EA. So that whole price that they put out, it doesn't matter. They, they weren't going to get that anyway because it's going back into the company that, that fronted the money for them. Right. So, but they're making money. These are not right. The, 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 I, I'll add. To, I'll add to what you're saying with this. Okay. Besides of the besides of the the seventy thirty split from from physical from physical sales to digital sales, the the reason why games have not gone up in price and they're still nickel and diming you with microtransactions is because they figured out a while back that if they increase the price of a game by five or ten dollars that they'll lose sales over time. It'll be in <clears throat> less people's hands. So now, it, the the reason also that games have not gone up in price is, number one, uh, that there are more gamers coming into the market than there are leaving. And that's been consistent over the last almost decade, right? More people are playing games than people are stopped playing games or not playing games at all or just decided to get out of the hobby altogether. So... The population base of gamers is constantly growing. It's huge. Which means, which means, which means they sell more games. Yeah. Right. On top of that, okay, the digital sales mean that smaller companies get more profit, which makes them more lucrative, and they don't have to raise the price. They can keep the price the same. <laughs> so, in order for them to make more money, as they as they see it, is they have to put the microtransactions in there because they have to increase profits over time. It has to constantly grow. I get this. But you see the difference between a look at the difference between a publicly traded company and a privately traded company. Look at the difference. Look how they sell their game. Okay? That's the difference. Okay? An EA or Ubisoft, okay? They're publicly traded. They need to meet them they need to meet the demands of the of the of the investors. And so that's why they do what they do, right? CD Projekt Red, I'm pretty sure they're on their own. Yeah. No, right? Which means they, they make the call. They're going to do what they're going to do. I can't wait to see what happens in March when they release their game. I can't wait to see. Think of the perfect example. CD Projekt Red, it cost $81 million to create The Witcher 3. They sold, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think they sold uh, over 23 million copies. Let me, let me see. Uh Witcher 3 sales. Uh, 20 million. Has passed 20 million in sales. Now, obviously. Well, past 20 million mean up to right now. So let's right. give, let's give them a, let's give it a 10 it's when it first came out. 10 million when it first came out? Yeah. 9 million? Um, Witcher 3 sales, um, I think, what, first month? If you do first month sales, it gives you an idea. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're just looking for full value. I'm looking for full value. I'm looking for full value. That's all. Um, 
I don't see it if it says anything. Yeah, it, it just combines it all now. I think they were roughly around like eight to ten million when okay. they, when they when they first so sold. So five hundred and forty million dollars. Right. For, for an independent company. Right, that's, and that's, and it, it cost them it cost them eighty one million to make. It's phenomenal. And they quadrupled it. Right, they quadrupled right. their their money. Well, they have a special they have a special thing they have a special uh, incident though. Like they got a grant to make the game. Yeah. Right. So the grant means they don't have to pay back that money. Okay. So whatever money that they made is their pure profit outside of distribution, like outside, yeah. outside the cost of distribution. Yeah. So minus 30%, 30%, 40%, the rest of that money is theirs. Which is three. Let me see what the, uh, if they, if they, if they had it, which are three. So and, they, um... they probably, they probably cleared around 250 million, $250 million for themselves. But, but, it, but it gave them, it gave them the ability to make the next game right that's, what that's the whole point about. that's the that's, that's the, the that's the whole thing point right right but they made that you game know. with no microtransactions they sold two dlcs that were better than most games come out when they're completely completely those, finished those are, those are really well done dlcs right and the last game they created was witcher 3 what's what's the last game that the cd project red made like major game that's it here it comes 2077 when it comes out right they took their money raised the money made enough money to, to break up, even in the interview, the guy's like, I want to have two different divisions. So one's working on stuff when on something and well, this one's getting published, right? So we're already in the works of of doing stuff. That's right. what how business works, right? If you think, and I'll say it again, if you think that the Whisper mission paid for the fucking, the, the microtransactions for that paid for that one mission, you're delusional. You're dreaming. You're delusional, you're dreaming. right? That is just publicist fluff to get you to be like, oh, that's exactly that's exactly transactions are meaningful right that's why i'm gonna buy microtransactions because stuff like that made that cool mission why didn't they make that cool mission on the profit of 120 million dollars that they created they made from the from the original launch right like what happened to that money right because they're only spending 74 million a year based off of uh the math current, uh, current projections of other salaries yes right right so like wh what are they doing what are they doing yeah, I, 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 it's it's a hard it's a hard gamble for me, especially when you're talking about. Yeah, that's it. Um, uh, see, I, I look at it. I try to look at it and try to speak to people in a more basic in a basic uh, tone, which is you are paying more for less entertainment. Everybody right. has gotten accustomed now that they're paying more for the same product, but they're getting less of it, and everyone keeps saying the same thing. Well, I'm fine with it. But if you take that same mentality and I put you into any other faction of industry in your life, I don't think you would feel the same way. If I told you that all your grocery shopping or all your electric bills and stuff go up, but you get less power or you get less food for your money, everyone would start being a little, a little bit more frugal with their money. Like, well, we don't, we can't buy this. We have to buy this. But for some reason, for the entertainment value, you believe that paying more for less is completely fine because they told us it was. Right. They they told us it's expensive. And it's hard and whatever else they're going to tell you. I get it. What I'm saying is, is, is the constant badgering of these payments of like, like the fallout first, like fallout first once a hundred dollars for the year, it's $13 a month. They want you to give that money up front. And my thing is still the same. What am I getting for that money? The game is broke already. You're not fixing anything. And the DLC that you were supposed to release is not coming out until next year. So now you turned it into I'm paying for necessities in the game that we made up, and now you're charging us for those necessities. 
up front like time savers right up front. Or, or whatever else so talking about that as we did a little while ago the people in the game who are not paying for first are now in a direct civil war in yeah. the game yeah. with people who are playing fallout first and they have the subscription they are actually actively trolling them right meaning the, that right, if the you, people they see the tag they see the tag above their head and everybody just spends their entire time online griefing them constantly shooting them constantly blowing up their bases constantly doing this and now the people who are paying for first are crying and saying i can't play the game because the people beneath me who don't pay for first are annoying the shit out of me the entire time i'm online now i'm laughing because they're in their private because, server <laughs> because, right because bethesda bethesda has actually created a live class war right inside their own broken piece right. of shit game which is fucking hilarious well it's, i don't understand how else you can look at that well here's the best part how Fall, else can you Fallout, look at that? fallout 76 itself was supposed to be exactly what's going on right now the game itself was supposed to be you see someone you can attack him anytime but it became like this buddy buddy and now it's exactly how they wanted it to be but people are paying 13 bucks a month to get it in their own private server, which is not private, and nothing fucking works. Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's, it's a joke. so dumb. It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a private server. And they're just – look, remember what I said? I said all they have to do is get rent hosting services. Like, why isn't Bungie doing this? Why aren't Bungie renting out servers to get better servers? Like, right now, Destiny is in the worst – state it's ever been in instability ever ever five years i've been playing never ever get a hitch or anything but, but the game's too big oh it's too big when you're doing that sorrow thing the ep event the new ep event it's like uh, uh, uh. so there's a there's a mode that you press in uh in the outer worlds you hit rb and you slow down you do the slowdown where it's like you're in slow motion it's like the vat system and you actually can like shoot and it goes that's happening in Destiny right now when I'm playing that event. I can literally start shooting, and it's, it does, like, speed time, like, slow speed. Yeah, yeah, but to be fair, to be fair, that event is being held in the widest draw distance spot possible. Not and my there problem. Are nine, there are nine guardians. Not my problem. And there's an unlimited number of things coming out of those portals. Not my problem. The fact, the fact that it's running at all, I'm, it's, it's I'm actually astonished. It's amazed. Yeah, no, right? but it's not my problem. I like it. I like oh, that I think it's chaos, I think it's fantastic. Right? But I, I, I tell you how I help. It's also out. at like I, 20, 20 frames per second. Yeah, but I'll tell you how I help out. What I do is I put on sweet business and the war rig, and I just and you I face a out. rock. No, no, I call out. I call out. I say, listen, I'm going for the ads. You guys go for the actual the, the bosses. Don't worry, I got this. I pick one portal and I just I go for the ads. I'm uh, that's, clearing that's out, what I was I'm doing. Clearing out the CPU. Yeah, I'm clearing out the CPU by clearing out ads. Yeah, that's what I was right? doing. I listen tonight. I want to get on there with a bunch of us. I think we should get two three two teams. We should do that little trick where we bounce into the fire team and bounce out again. And I think we should get in there, all six of us, because. Trying to stop that I last, had, I that, had eight people. That last portal is hard. I had eight. That people. last portal is hard. I had eight people. We failed the ogre, and then when it switched to the uh, the uh, minotaur or minotaur, we 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 wrecked his face. Right. So I got trying to stop those guys from running into the thing before the clock runs out yeah. is hard, man. Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. I, I find it fun. Yeah, it's it's but 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 you're true. But it's true. The, the the frame rate I've it's never seen it that bad. It's the worst. The I've tower, you get in the tower, it's the worst. I'm like, what is happening? 
take away but, some pumpkins, man. Like it's <laughs> it's beautiful, but, but holy but shit! Said, listen, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna put down the, get, the eight or eight or ten guys that decorated that fucking tower. Yeah, you, you guys, guys did you gotta a get your money's amazing, worth. Yeah, you you guys did an amazing. Listen, I, I'm not gonna lie. They did an amazing job. Did you go down in that room? With below the ghosts. Ada, yeah, with the ghosts. Where the ghosts are hanging out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry, under Hawthorne. It's under Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I get it. It's all these little Easter egg things in the game. It's great. However, right. However, can we, just, can we just tone it back? Just a little just bit. Just a little, guys? Just, just a little. Just a little? It's it's, I mean, it's too much. Good Lord. 20 like, what, What's happening on PC? Is shit just fucking working? I think it's just is working. That, it, just, it just works, right? Because yep. it's on PC. Yeah. So, maybe Bungie's going that way? Maybe. Maybe I look. I'm enjoying myself with with Destiny. All right, I, I I do love it. I it's it's a fun game. I just don't agree with the microtransactions that they're putting in the game, and hopefully people will realize that. It's funny because the Festival of the Lost didn't come out until after the podcast on Monday, right? And people were like, "Oh, you're you're crazy, thirty. And then the prices of the lost the the lost uh, whatever. People are like, "Well, I wish this. I wish the podcast was after." this came out because I think you guys would be on Mike's side because they are, they're getting, getting a little outrageous on how much you're spending on, on these things. And now I can't get the masks to drop because they're in the store. Like, is that was that was what happening? I can't prove it. Right. Unless someone says I've gotten the mask like to drop, but I, I seriously don't think you got any of those masks to drop. I think slow said he has all the masks except those three. They haven't dropped. Right. So it's likely that they're holding them back because they're in the store. Right. Why would, why would they give them to you when they're selling them that week? You know what I'm saying? I, it's just a little, it's a little, little dodgy, a little, little weird. I, I, I get it. I get it. We gotta make money. So, I get it. So let's talk about Kotaku, right? Kotaku, there's um, meltdown. Yeah, there's a little meltdown happening going on with the the new Geo Media that that bought them out, right? Uh, Kotaku and a bunch of other ones. So they're running these ads. It actually happened to me the other day. I was I was streaming. I opened up a web page, which was one of the Kotaku sites, and all of a sudden an ad, blah, it's just like it was it just started playing, right? It started playing. I was like, where the fuck is it coming from? I didn't know where it was. You had to scroll down. And I had to just close out, I just closed out the browser, right? Because the ad was playing. I didn't get to choose to make that ad happen. I didn't know about this story until they actually told me about it today in stream. Um so or yesterday in stream. So I looked it up and I was like, okay, so these guys are fighting. So inside the actual Kotaku and other markets that that, that Geo Geo Media bought, they're fighting within because they don't like the ads playing. They're intrusive. They're, they're it's just bad, right? So the employees started speaking up about it and they started getting like they're, well, they put the instructions on how how to right, turn it how off. to turn it off, right? Right. The employees were actually helping the the the, the customer base. By telling them how to turn off the turn off the ads in their browsers, right? So, basically, the company starts to get mad at these people, and he fired a couple of people because they said, "Hey, uh, if you're a sports writer, write sports. If you're a game writer, write about games." And Jason Schreier came out and said, "Well, when I signed a contract in the very beginning when I first started working, uh, I was allowed to write whatever I felt was was topical, right? Which was the freedom of that." Which I can get because when you were with Kotaku before these guys bought them out, that was the contract you had with them, right? But now new. Yeah, but you're paid to do the job that the boss tells you to do. Co- correct. Well, that's what I'm saying. The new boss came in and doesn't like how the old way was done. So they're now going, how do we make more money? Well, let's do ads like this, right? Because this is the new thing. They don't like it. Tough shit. This is what we're doing. Okay. The employees are fighting back. 
And what's going to happen is they're going to get rid of the people that don't fall in line. Okay. There might be lawsuits because of contract breaking or whatever else that uh, Jason Schreier was talking about. Like he can't talk, like just stick with sports. He's like, well, I want to talk about whatever I want. No, you're a sports writer. You're going to write about sports. Susie here. She's a political person. She's going to write about political stuff on our political site. If you're on the gaming site, you're going to write gaming stuff. If you're on a sports site, you're going to write sports stuff. And if you don't like that, see you later. There's the door. And where's my tissue box? I don't have it. Hey, look, we got a napkin. Here it is. I pull this out. There's another napkin waiting there to, to blow your nose with. So this the media company is going to be, I can tell you right now, the way that Jason Schreier is talking, the way he phrased himself in Twitter it looks like he's he feels like he's getting fired, right? Like he has that that oh, it's been a good run, right? Type of feel like yeah. <clears throat> right. And yeah. other people that have worked for Kotaku are doing the exact same thing. So I think what happens is that they think they're bigger than the organization that they're they're working for. And that's not the case. Okay. The 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 media company is gonna be like, hey, we gotta pay our bills, right? So we gotta microtransaction the shit out of people. Here's the here's the, here's the uh, here's the ads that we need to run, okay? Because when we run one of these ads, stats show that eighty percent of people uh, engage with them more than the ones that they didn't do it, right? And that's why they're running these things. So what I think is going to happen, I think Schreier and all of them are going to get fired, and I think they're going to hire people that fall in line because this is the way it's supposed to be done. Because they paid a shit ton of money to buy these businesses right. out. But the other but the other the other side of that coin is is the fact that. Most of these writers were being accused of doing clickbait ads or clickbait stories just to get people to look to read their articles right. that you know were garbage articles to begin with. Right. Right. And they also said that that the minimum salary. Oh, I'm not saying Kotaku was the no, best no. articles no, in the no, world. No, no. Jason well, Schreier saying, wrote a lot of good articles. Uh, that's not just that's not against Jason Schreier at all. What I'm saying is the the base salary for working for Kotaku was fifty grand a year, and that doesn't mean just because you wrote an article like you you, you could right. You, you didn't have to write an article every week. Your base salary is fifty grand a year. That was your salary. So what they're what they're doing here is trying to take out the trash. Basically, it's what it is. You can't say that because lawsuits will start flying. But a boss wants the company to run correctly. They they bought it out. They saw potential in the actual in the actual company. They want the people in the right positions and the people who actually work there who've been comfortable doing whatever they wanted this last couple right. of times. It's a wake up call. Clickbait. Right. And the reason the reason why they were succeeding partially it's because they did their clickbait ads right click, i'm sorry clickbait stories so now you have someone comes in says i want i want more journalism here i want i want the i want the, the business divided up i want everyone write articles what they're supposed to be writing for and then we're going to place the ads right we're get place in your lane and, right and then they're all like well we're not going to do that we haven't been doing that forever we're going to take a stand and once again that's this <laughs> yeah right? there's right your there. stand next next yep. writer yeah there's your stand next writer yep Next writer. It yep. doesn't matter. Listen, there's a bunch of people that want to work, bro. Oh, and by the way, in case you didn't forget, the the law passed in California under the radar. I'm not sure if you realize this, but freelance writers can only write six articles a year. What? So so nobody who's a freelance writer in California can stay as a freelance writer in California anymore. They have to actually move or take up a take up a real job because freelance writing, you're only allowed to do six articles a year. And so you can't get six you, you articles a year. Yeah. A year. That's a year. that's one day for Paul yeah. Tassi. Oh, that's they are one in, day for Paul Tassi. Right in California. They're article. They're in full panic mode. They, and, and here's the, here's the, yeah. Here's yeah the wait, wait, is part, it, bro. is it for one establishment or is it no, six, six articles? articles period. 
six articles, period. Wow. If you're a freelancer, how do you live? How do you how do you live? Yes, I'm telling you, Tally, they're in full panic mode. And here's the best part. The best part was is they were going through they were going through their own uh, the 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 Senate of the state and they were voting it through, and not one not one news reporter knew about it. <laughs> not one, not one news reporter. The entire state of California ran the story that they're getting ready to pass a law that stops freelance writers from writing articles. Look it up. I'm telling you, they're in full panic mode. Okay. Full panic mode. Uh, law writing services or experts will do the job. What does? It, 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 it was full blown crisis mode. I, listen, all I know is Kotaku has been trashed for many, many years. For those of you that don't think they're trashed, look back at most of their articles. You guys can make your own decisions. However. When it's crap, it's crap. I'm sorry you don't know the difference between crap and not crap. I apologize for nothing. Okay, so okay, hold on. So, so I you you are correct. You are correct, but it's not six. It says it says the concern stems from the section of the bill that would prevent writers and editors and cartoonists from producing more than 35 content submissions per outlet per year unless they are hired as an employee. Uh, so that's what it is. Uh, un un unstainable in the industry where some publications pay as little as $25 per post uh, and writers might hit the limit in as little as a month. So you're right. They're limited, but it's not six for the whole thing. It's 35 content submissions per outlet per year. So if I, if I submit 35 to NBC news and then CBS news and whatever else, it's 35 per year per, per company. That sounds better. That's if you get picked. That right, well, that's, that's just if, freelance. That's if you get picked. Yeah, yeah. That's if yeah. you get picked. Yeah. Not that's not just automatic. That's if you get picked. Yeah. So that's that's what it is. So you're right. People are losing their shit. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Because I was like six. I was like Paul Tassie writes six articles in one day for Forbes, and he gets paid because of of, of readers and clicks, right? I won't speak for him, but we had this conversation. I was like, holy shit. That's why he's pumping articles out left and right because he wants to get. He's a writer. He wants to make his money while he can. Yeah, buddy. Right. He wants to make his money while he can. Listen, if your your profession is a writer, that's your job. You want to write. I yeah. want to write. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why Paul Tassi comes out with so many articles. He's only supposed to have, I think, uh, I think they say he's only supposed to do, I think, five or six a month, or something like that. But and listen, he's doing man, if, five if, or six a day. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but if 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 they're quality articles, then so be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he stays he stays in his lane. He's the gaming guy. He's the gaming guy for Forbes. He does all everything about games, and he's also doing shows about Netflix and 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 a whole bunch of stuff. He's really good. Yes. If you guys don't know Paul Tassi, follow him on Twitter. Friend of mine, uh, became a friend of mine. Met him at Guardian Con this past year. He's on the podcast with us on Monday. I really wish he was on the podcast on on Monday because I would have loved to have a. Little 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 headbutt with him on the on the show, but yeah, go so go go check him out. Um, he's a great great writer, good good articles, good substance. Thank you, Tally. Um, what's next? We have um, well, we got Kotaku. We're done with that. Uh, we have Xbox. We have the Xbox story here. So, what Xbox is doing? Uh, this came in from um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where do you put it? There it is. So, uh, first sent me this one. It says, Microsoft launches a new Xbox all-access plan. So, basically, Xbox's uh, Game Pass is working out great for them, right? They're like, monthly payments coming in. They're like, this is, this is the life, right? Upfront money. 
for no effort for the year, and we'll just throw in a bunch of titles every once in a while, and then a big, you know, once a month, couple weeks, whatever. Yeah, do you know what? The, do you know what the old version of that was? Before there was Game Pass, when a game company wants to collect money but they don't want to do anything, they do the remaster of something. Oh right, right. Yeah. That's the old way of doing it. Anytime right. you see a remaster of anything, means they have nothing coming out of the pike <laughs> for this year, so they have to make some money, so they do a remaster. So Microsoft is relaunching the All Access uh, Access Pass with a new added bonus tacked on the option to upgrade your Project Scarlet console when the platform debuts in 2020. That's a bit different than what it was planned offered in the launch in 2018, but the new plans may. Uh, pro enticing to gamers who want to experience the best of both generations. Uh, the tweak of all Xbox Access programs starts at $20 for 24 months. Players in the U.S. can choose between bundles with the Xbox One S, original Xbox One, or the Xbox One X, or all digital Xbox One X. Australia players can choose between two different Forza Horizon bundles or uh, for X and S and 24 months committed, including the 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Microsoft Notes. While Xbox All Access isn't eligible to stack with the other discounts or limited time promotions, the price you pay per month is dependent upon which console you choose and saves the players $100 compared to purchasing everything separately. So they have the three plans here. They have Xbox One X, which is the world's most powerful console. $30.99 a month for 24 months. No upfront cost. 0% APR for 24 months. And this package has Xbox One X console bundle, 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Um, it says a limited time, 12-month console upgrade option, and an immersive true 4K gaming. The second one is the Xbox One S, which is the best value in games and entertainment. is $22.99 a month for 24 months, no upfront cost, zero APR. You have Xbox One X bundle, 24 months, 18 months of console upgrade options, and save over $100 with the Xbox All Access. And then you have the Xbox One S All Digital, which is $20 a month for 24 months, all the yada so, yada stuff. So what, I send I send them $24.95 or $30, $30 a month, they're going to send me an Xbox, and I get to keep it until, until you I'm paying... I'm basically, basically, I'm paying monthly renting, to my Xbox. Yeah, you're renting your I'm Xbox. Renting X- you're renting an Xbox until the next Xbox comes out, and then you can just get the new Xbox and still keep on paying. So it's the same thing with the phone companies are doing with your phone that, now. That's what I want to do, bro. I just want to keep on... I want to keep giving money to people every month for no, right. for no reason. So... Yeah. Yeah. So it's exactly like the phones. It's exactly like the phone plans. So there's a restriction in place. However, you have to wait. Joke. You'll have to wait a bit. The deal is available in Australia on October 29th. Launches in the UK (laughs) on November 5th and launches in the US on November 19th. The deal costs twenty dollars for the Xbox One S All Digital, twenty two ninety nine for the Xbox S, and thirty for the Xbox One X. The upgrade option, however, needs a bit of unpacking. It says read the fine print. If you check the text. Of these offers, you'll see that in rather careful language, Microsoft notes that you can upgrade to the next console after the equivalent of 18 payments. You'll be expected to trade in your console you have been using when you do. The importance because the next Xbox is expected to launch in roughly a year. The Xbox One S All Digital has an MSRP of 249 while the Xbox One S has an MSRP of 299 The Xbox One X is officially priced at $500. You're going to be forced to make an equivalent of 18 payments before upgrading unless you buy the Xbox One X, in which case you owe 12 payments or your own 12 payments. If you want to take advantage of this free upgrade until you have the actual made 18 monthly payments, you won't be upgraded until May of 2021, assuming you promptly you promptly buy in November. If you buy Xbox One X, you can upgrade in November of 2020. Upgrading costs $20 and states that the new contract terms of pricing apply. The fine print under the Xbox One X section may contain more details 
for how Microsoft envisions in going upgrading acquire purchase of a new 24 month Xbox all access content for Project Scarlet expected holiday 2020. So basically you're paying you have to pay 18 payments, right? So you're paying a year and a half worth of an Xbox at 20 bucks. Okay, so down here it says objectively speaking the Xbox One X is the best deal on the table. Upgrade to the Xbox Next in November 2020, you'll have to pay $372 towards the console, which is MSRP of seven of five hundred dollars. Take the Xbox One X version of the same deal, and you'll have to kick over three hundred ninety-six to Microsoft before you are able to upgrade. So you're All paying right, so you, a monthly so you, payment for yeah, twelve okay, months. The next console comes out, you can't buy that until you're at eighteen months. So you're making a payment for there, and then you have to outright buy the next remainder yeah, let's, to put let's, towards. By the way, it. so let's let's make it as complicated as possible. So I hand over more money than I have to. <laughs> right, that's basically what this is. Let's make this so convoluted that people think it's a great deal. Here's a good deal. You ready, Mike? Yeah. An Xbox will roughly cost you between four hundred and five hundred dollars. Straight up. Okay. Straight up. If you know one's coming, yep. You probably should put about twenty-five bucks away a month. How much? Or, or, how or, much, let's Sarge? Let's how much? On, how much do on. I have to throw at it? How and much? This is why this how is why much? people's heads. This is why people's heads get hurt, right? Because <laughs> math is hard, right? So if I were to take a $500 console, uh -huh. and, and, and the typical gaming cycle lasts about five years, okay, divided by 60 months is $8.33 a month. $8.33 a month is what it costs you to get to have the Xbox for the five years. You want me to pay $30 a month to have whatever latest craze Xbox is coming out on top of paying for Game Pass and on top of paying for Xbox Live. If so what... What is wrong with the consumer base? If you can save, what is wrong if with you, you can save right now forty two dollars a month. If you want the goddamn thing, you save for yeah, something. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah, forty two. Right? Okay, listen. Let's say, let's say this is the beginning cycle. This is the beginning of a cycle year for video games. If I know I'm a gamer, and I, when the next cycle comes out in five years, I'm gonna be ready for it. If I put ten dollars a month away a month, by the time the new system comes out. Yeah. I buy it free and clear and walk out well, the place. More. Have a nice day. Well, okay. if you want have the new, nice if, if you want the new Xbox, it's going to retail for five hundred. They say, so you have to save forty two dollars a month for the next year. By this time next year, if you save forty two dollars a month up until next year, you'll have enough money to buy the Xbox Scarlet, whatever comes out. Bro, listen. That's, that's, this is how I. This is how I know people don't understand money. This is how, this is how you have to talk to people that don't understand money. Uh, to save forty two dollars, you would have to not drink a cup of coffee from Starbucks, okay, uh, for one, eight one times, eight times a month. Save up your five dollar coffee, and you too can purchase an Xbox without, One without going into financial crisis. Right, so that's without without thinking without thinking that paying thirty dollars a month for an Xbox in your house so is a good deal. This is this is what it is, guys. I'm sorry, thirty two coffees a month, thirty two coffees a month. <laughs> Tally's out. Tally's no, I'm out. sorry, I'm sorry. It's not thirty two. She's got to take her coffee. Tally's out. Yeah, no, no. I'm sorry. It's not that many. It's eight cups of coffee a month that you can't drink, and then you can you can afford an Xbox, right? So that's, that's just, what it, it costs. It, it, boggles, it boggles the mind. Okay, but what, what did we talk about, bro? I told you. I told you. They don't even want you buying a console anymore. No, well, they, they look just at... Want you, they just want you to pay a monthly fee to pay think, a game. Think about, to it. Play think, a game. think about it. Period. Monthly, monthly for not owning the system, Stadia, Xbox, uh, right? So you're, you're not buying them, right? And on top of that, 
you don't own the games. I don't. I don't own the games. You don't own the games. And I don't own the system. Hey, you don't own the system. I have the ability to play games and, on your servers, and I don't own anything. And you pay microtransactions on top of that. For I'm sorry, maximum right. transactions on top of right. that. Right. Right. That's their dream. Right. Their dream is for no one to have. They don't and, have to make hardware. And and right? the majority they don't have to sell you a copy. And of the majority game. of the population is like, uh huh. I like it. I think this is a great idea. I think this is a great idea. So convenient. Yeah. It's so it's so convenient. Thirty dollars a month plus this plus this plus this plus this is so convenient. It's, I can't believe I didn't do this before. It's beautiful. On top of your Netflix and Disney Plus and uh, Xbox and Stadia and uh, oh, oh your 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 uh, utility let me, bills. Let me, you, let me tell you the the monthly the monthly payment for entertainment now is starting to get a lot of control. I, I think. guarantee you, majority of the population is in debt to video games now. Just video games, not even to anything else. They've overdrafted their credit card on microtransactions for their video for games. Well, yes, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. In, in some in some way, in some way, like they've paid too much in this area, so they have less in another area. That's what it is. Right. Right. No one's no, listen. If you're a true gamer, you're not budgeting for entertainment. That is your. Well, that if is you're a true your, gamer, you you have gamer. to budget because you have a job and you have to know where right. your money's going. I just think I just think it's hilarious. The, if the writing's on the wall, right? No hardware, no, software, no physical copy of right? the game, no software, right? You don't own it, and you're paying them monthly to play it, and so they can just turn on and off whatever it is. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't play that game anymore. We don't have it. Yeah. I'm sorry, you don't play. We can't play this anymore. You don't have it. Oh, but, oh, your. But your I bought is all. Done. But I bought all those microtransactions to look good in the game. I, I'm telling you, man. It, it, it's. I don't think we have many years left before the hardware is gone at all. Gone completely. Oh, well, this is Stadia comes out, man. And now Xbox is like, they're going to rent phones. <laughs> right. I can literally play Xbox on my iPhone now with Project X Cloud. Right. Yeah, like, I didn't buy I this for, for games. I don't play title on my fucking phone. No, but what I'm saying is they're not even, they don't even, so they don't dumb. even, up, 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 you like my, look at that. Look at that Spider-Man. Uh, you don't even own this. Right. Like. Xbox is letting you play games on the other person's platform and they're charging right. you full price. Right. <laughs> yes. It's so, it's so, oh, but it's for convenience, bro. It's for convenience. But I'm delusional. I'm delusional. I'm delusional. What did you call people? What did you One call thing? them? She, she, people. Yeah. Sheeple. Yeah. Sheeple. Wow. Yeah. Great. It's great. Yeah, yeah. All right. So next story I want to talk about, uh, let's talk about star Wars here. Okay, so you have to know this for the get go, right? The 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 leak that was given out is the right one, and oh, so now you're talking about the movie, yeah? Yeah, I'm talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the, the games real oh, fast. The video games? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, about yeah. Fallen Order. What's right? that? I, I think Fallen Order. Talk about, think... We're talking about Fallen Order. I'm talking about Battlefront Two real fast. Oh, so we're talking about yeah, Battlefront Two. Yeah. I thought we we're talking about Fallen Order. Hold on, hold on a second. They, they, calm down there, sorry. Can't okay. calm down. Just finish this. Yeah, despite the loot box controversy of EA, all right, and Star Wars Battlefront games and hugely successful. Okay, even though they said they underperformed, just a couple of months ago they underperformed, and now they're hugely successful. So, Star Wars Battlefront Two series Electric Arts is tremendous commercial success, despite all the hoopla about the loot boxes and maximum transactions. And the publisher confirmed that the latest earnings report. That the 2015 Star Wars Battlefront and its 2017 sequel, Battlefront 2, have combined to sell 33 million copies. Now, no details were provided, 
but they are provided because you can do the fucking math. Okay, new details have been provided that the sales numbers break down by title. However, EA did not disclose earlier that Battlefront 2 sold 9 million copies for the first three months in 2017, which compares to 13 million copies sold for the first Battlefront over its first quarter of 2015. Now, let's do the math, people. That's a, that's a shitty game, though. Okay, 13 million copies is not a shitty game, Sarge. 13 but, million but it, copies. But it, did, but, it did, but it did meet expectations, bro. That's how they spin it. Let's just put it in perspective. Destiny 1 sold 15 million copies. Battlefront 1 sold 13 million copies. That's not a shitty game. Oh, no, uh, I got you. Okay, anyway, 13 million copies. Let's do some quick math. 13 million plus 9 million gives you what? What does it give you, folks? $22 million. Do you think in the no, last... 20, no, 22 million, 22 million copies, units. Units. 22 yes. million units. Sorry. Okay, Do 60. you think anyone... No, no, I'm not even doing that yet. Do you think anyone's bought Battlefront 1 after Battlefront 2 came out? No. Right? So what are we missing? We're missing 11 million copies. 11 million copies. Meaning if you add the 11 million top of the 9 million, okay, that's 20 million units sold for Battlefront yeah. 2. That's, That's Call of Duty numbers. Yeah. Now, my, minus minus the fact that they didn't sell for full price, right? They didn't sell for all full price at 60 bucks. That's correct. Right? 60 bucks went on sale. People bought it for 30, 20, 15, 5. Five. They, 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 gave five. It, they gave it away to you for free. Yeah. All right. That, by signing up for something else. Okay. But anyway, they sold 22 or close to 20 million copies of Battlefront 2, the shitty game that no one played, that no one wanted, right? So where is this mass media of people saying, oh, I don't want to play that fucking game. The game is stupid. Meanwhile, you go on the game. It's full, right? It's full. But sometimes there's lobbies that between are empty. The hours, between the hours of 5 and 8.30. Right? There's people playing this game, and they're microtransactions, right? I haven't bought one. I'll never buy one. But because I'll earn it. Like, right now, I've played about 60 hours. I think I could buy one skin. Okay? One skin. Before, before people bitched about it, okay, I had to play eight hours. And I could afford Darth Vader. Now I had to play 60 hours, okay? And I could afford one fucking skin. Thanks, community. You're doing a great job, okay? Because it was actually less of a grind before, but now because they had to do this, they made it more of a grind, okay? But, but for no reason. Because there's microtransactions in the game now instead of the loot boxes that they were going to put in the game, right? Anyway, so... There's skins in this game that are twenty dollars. Like Luke Skywalker skins, like twenty credits or whatever the fuck, twenty thousand credits. Yep. Okay, it's and, and it's making money. It's making money because they 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 have sold billions of dollars worth of revenue. Okay, billions of dollars of revenue from this. Okay, that's insane. Okay, another game that sold a billion dollars worth of revenue, Battlefield Five. Okay, also shitty game that nobody wanted to play. Yet, for some reason, they just broke over a billion dollars, <laughs> okay, of revenue. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> that's like, what? But that's because a shitty game with microtransactions can still make more money yeah. than, a qual than a quality game. Right. This is the problem. You can make a shitty game and still make a killing. There's no risk. Now. There's no risk. You watch the you watch the, uh, the preview for the Battlefield Five, the Pacific, right? It gave me goosebumps a little bit. Right. I liked it. I want to get it now because of what I watched. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I didn't see? Did I didn't see a handicap whamming 
trying to tell me that this, she was trying to save the world. Right. Okay. What yeah. did they, what did they show? They, they showed, showed a real war. They showed, they showed war, war that actually happened from 1943. Right. Yeah. The island looked fantastic. Right. Yeah, like the, everything looked fantastic. I was like, oh, that. Like I have nothing against women. Right. But no, no, no. It's just it's right? it's a it's a it's a virtual sig. It, it was a virtue signal. Right. Originally. The, now it's just the, we're the, advertising for a video game. The the point that we're trying to make here is the first one was woke as fuck. <laughs> okay, they were trying to pass something, and they were like, "We don't care if you don't like it, don't buy it." Here we are, here we are, one year later, and their whole trailer wasn't one of those. If you don't like it, don't buy it. It was like, look at all the shit we have in the game now. Come on back, come on right. and buy it. <laughs> right. right, that's the difference between last year's trailer and this new trailer. Okay, I I just find it hilarious that uh, that that's what they did. Now uh, it looks phenomenal. I'm gonna I'm it, gonna watch. It, it, I think it came it out yesterday. Good. Did not? Did it come out on the 29th or, or whatever it is? Well, I don't think is it out officially yet. I'm not sure if it's out officially yet. Uh, today. Yeah, no, no. Battlefield yes. Five is available to buy digitally on PC, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One today, October 31st. There you go. Okay, Year Two Edition. So you can't even buy the old last year's edition. You can only buy this one this year. Now, someone do me a favor. Look it up because I don't want to – my computer might crash. Someone so, but, go wait, to a store wait. right if now I and bought, tell me what I, the full if, price is right now yeah, of Battlefield 5 Battlefield, year 2. Yeah, but if I bought Battlefield 5 last year, do I get this for free? This should be free. This should be free. Year 2 comes with the base game, allowing you to play Battlefield 5's hectic multiplayer and single-player uh, war stories as well as the host of Year 1's content from the game's Tides of War chapters that includes 17 – primary weapons with the boys AT rifle and Mab 38 four vehicles such as the Arc Tank Destroyer yada 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 Xbox One also listed a year one catch-up pack catch-up pack for those who already own Battlefield 5 and want access to the year one content that they didn't have a chance to unlock but it's currently not available to purchase you can skip Battlefield 5's first year this is a great way to jump in gain access to all the content you missed out on as a result, Battlefield 5 Year 2's release, uh, edition releases a Deluxe Edition, a Deluxe Edition, a Deluxe Edition, and a Deluxe Edition upgrade will no longer be available to purchase. With the War of Pacific in full swing, the update 5.0 impl impl implementing dozens of gameplay changes, bug fixes, now is an ideal time to revisit Battlefield 5 or hop in for the first time. Uh, so yeah, there you go. It looks It looks good. It looks good. <clears throat> Bungie is selling shoes on their store for $139. I'm sorry. Say this again. It's $90 for you in Australia. So uh, Chapter 2 is a, a full-fledged, full-price game then. So here, beautiful, beautiful thing here, right? So if you bought the game last year, okay? Full price. And the or, content, or, or, you got it, or you got it discounted. Let's say you got discounted. Well, no, no. You bought it day one. 60 bucks. Okay? Right. Day one. You had to wait a year to get this content that you paid full price for a year ago. Right. Okay. Same game. One year later, the content's obsolete. They come out with this update and now I have to pay $60, right? Like if I, if I wanted to play yesterday, if I bought battlefield five yesterday, I could have got battlefield five and this for whatever Ten price, bucks. whatever it was. Right. But now because the chapter two came out, or year two edition we're came back out, up to, we're back, up to, we're full back up to full price for the same game, and now I have to wait another full year to get the full content of this game. 
Yeah. Does anybody see a problem with this? Well, the mongoloids don't. Does anybody? The game. The game's fun. The game's fun. The I'm just. I'm just saying. Game. If you bought it, you bought it, right? And if you buy it now, a year later, it's actually almost a better deal because you don't have to wait for the content to come out a year. Right? You right. just buy the game, you have all that content, but no one's going to play that old content anymore. Now you got to play the new oh, content. Now. Yeah, they we're here. And now the, the content going forward, you got to wait. You got to wait till December and then February and then May and then next year. And then <clears throat> it'll go on sale and then you can buy it and then it'll be obsolete because no one's playing it. So you got to buy it now. Buy well, my now. question now, my, my question is this though the first game was European, right? The European maps. Yep, now it's in the West. This one's the Pacific. Yeah. So I get is the next one is the next one going to be the African one? Is the next expansion the African campaign? I probably. So think, think about this, Sarge. That means they can actually make three times the amount of money. Could you imagine paying six dollars and waiting three years? Well, actually, people are. It's, people that's are. That's what I'm saying. They're paying sixty dollars and they're waiting three years for the entire game to come out. It, it's to me, it's just fucking the dumb. entire game. You have to wait two years for the entire game. I don't understand. My brain's hurting right now. It's hurting right now because you buy a game, you play a game, you finish a game, you move on from the game. And now it's I buy the game and I wait for the game. And then I wait for the game. And then I wait for the game. And then it comes but out. You have other stuff to play, bro. You got other stuff to play. This now. is why. You're just juggling. You're juggling. Last year when I said they make all their games shitty. And subscription model, and that's exactly what they're doing. They want you to get EA access. They want you to get EA access. Yes. 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 They want you to pay the money up front for the promise of entertainment later. Yes. That's my point. That's my point. It takes the risk completely off the table. It takes the risk off the table. They don't have to worry about anything. See, I'm okay with them selling shoes like that, Duplis, because that's out. That's real, real life world. That's a physical object that you can buy and wear it's physical now if you could buy those same boots in the game and they cost twenty dollars that's a problem you see what i'm saying it's not physical this i can actually wear and write on and talk to and step in shit with and and do whatever but my virtual stuff is obsolete next year. Like, I buy it now, and then next year going forward, when Destiny 3 comes out, or whenever it comes out, whenever it comes out, all this shit that I just spent money on is gone. It's wasted. Yeah. To keep their lights on. It just doesn't... Yeah, answer your fucking phone. <laughs> or mute it. Uh, so, yeah. That's... Uh, I, I'm, I'm okay with them. I'm okay with them doing that. Uh, next story... Is uh yeah, Battlefield Five got the update. I think I'm actually might look into it. If I can get it on sale by Christmas time, I actually might jump into Battlefield Five just because it's been a year and there's plenty of content there to play now, right? It's almost a full fledged game. We'll see how that goes. Uh is there anything else? We talked about Star Wars Battlefront, we talked about Xbox, we talked about Kotaku, we talked about I think we, we hit all our bullet points. Holy shit, we have ten minutes left in the in the show. Oh, you, to talk about. No, you wanted to talk about Star Wars. Go ahead. Talk about Star Wars and well, here, the Force. Here's, the, here's, the Force. Uh... They're doing they're doing a little sly advertising for Fallen Order. They're not really hyping it up too much and letting the game speak for itself. My question to you is how many weeks after Fallen Order comes out before they institute microtransactions? There's not going to be any microtransactions. Respawn already came out and said that this is a linear game. This is a 
like think of uncharted right think of uncharted um that that's the way the game is it's a it's a, a full-fledged game with no microtransactions now I can tell you they'll I believe, probably... I believe, nothing, I believe nothing of what that what those words mean. So my I, question to you again is, how many months after before microtransactions go in? I'm going to say... I'm going to say three weeks. Three weeks, and it's going to be microtransactions as far Cosmetic. as cosmetics, Cosmetic. different outfits, different things, make your, your character look maybe a little different, maybe different lightsaber so type stuff. The game comes out November 18th, right? November 18th? Something like that. 15th. Right. 15th. November 15th. Here's, here's, here's how I'm going to play it. The game comes out, no microtransactions. After the Star Wars movie comes out on the 16th of December, microtransactions. Skins. But what are they going to Yeah, but what would they sell? A part of me. matter. I, I, I watch a lot of gameplay. I don't know what they could sell cosmetically for one character, right? I, I don't know what they could sell. Like, they're giving you, if you pre order, an orange lightsaber. Right, so that's that's there. Like, I guess you could change your lightsaber or the outfit that you're wearing. I really don't see. I really don't see. I'm telling you, I mean, they gotta. They they they, they might listen, do something. If, listen, if they don't at all, they're gonna be so. They're gonna have so much anxiety for selling a game that doesn't have a mic. Doesn't have a microtransaction that they can't do it. But I think no. I think they. Otherwise, I'll this take... game's called. If if this game comes out with zero microtransactions for the entire lifespan of the game, I call this a charity game. Well, no, this no, is a charity this game. This is this is a game, and I talked about this last week, right? I talked about this last week, saying if this game, people are gonna. This is what they have against it. It's EA. Okay, Respawn makes good games, right? Let's let's remind you that EA publishes games that are shit most of the time with the sports games and stuff like that. But this game is created by Respawn, and Respawn made Titanfall, Titanfall 2, both great single-player campaigns that were in the game. Okay, yes, it was a multiplayer game. They've created Apex, which is a free-to-play game with microtransactions on top of that. Staying power, though. Right? No, it's still popular, though. It's still popular. It's still got millions of people playing the game. Okay, you can't look at it on, on Twitch. Okay, it's it's got people playing. If they come out with this game and people are like, you know what? I'm not buying it because it's EA, right? That's the reason they're not buying it, because it's EA. This proves to EA that single-player games don't sell. So my problem is, if you think this game is something that you would like to buy and play, right? They have other two Star Wars games. Remember now, they weren't good, but yet they sold 33 million copies. Okay, it wasn't successful, but it is a good game. It is. Battlefront 2 is a good fucking game, okay? It took a year to get there. And then it took another year to to do other stuff to it, right? So it's it's taken two years to do it. But, right, they stretched it out. If this game comes out and doesn't sell very well and underperforms, EA then has the right to go, see, we tried to do a single-player game, and right. then it failed. Right. Okay. That's exactly what they'll do. So if That's the game, exactly if the game is good, you have to buy it. Have to buy it. You have to prove to EA and Respawn that this is the type of games we're looking for. We're looking for a single player like immersive game that we play and then we put down, right? There's no microtransactions, there's no fucking DLC. Once you're done, you move on. You move on. Maybe they maybe if it sells well, maybe they will do DLC, right? With no microtransactions. If they seriously put no maximum transactions in this game and there's just regular DLC and it's just like an uncharted, okay? 
I feel that this game could be fantastic for what Battlefront did for loot boxes. This could do for single player games making a comeback. You see what I'm saying there? What Battlefront 2 made a statement of, we don't want loot boxes in games and the industry changed. This could do to change what we want single player games. Because they said single player games don't sell, but yet Spider-Man came out, sold 10 million copies or 12 million copies. God of War came out, sold 13 million copies. Uh, we don't know what Outer Worlds did, but it sold money. Zelda came out, right? These single player games. They're full of shit. Are selling. They're full of shit. 10 to 20 million copies. Okay. If EA gets proven that this works, then maybe they'll change their tune, right? But then no, they're they gonna won't. have to re. No. But then they're gonna have to put something else, like Ubisoft is doing, where they want to make everything PvP, and they want to make everything Battle Pass, right? Because that's right. what they want to do. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. Yeah. By, by the way, them stopping all their games from being released and taking a hit is not because they want to do anything good, bro. No, it's because they they fucked up because they were trying to. Um, what, what's the word they, I'm looking they, for? They have to learn how to monetize correctly. They they put too much in one basket, is what they did. Yes, it, too right. much too of far. like games in the same basket, and then they, it, it it exposed to what they are. It exposed what yeah. what they're just trying to make open world games. You do absolutely nothing, and microtransaction you just shit. Well, it, well, they're not they're not releasing a 2K basketball next year. They already said they're not going to do that. EA said they're not doing it. Well, 2K, that's 2K, not EA. I'm sorry, 2K. Right, 2K is not releasing Take a basketball yeah. game next year. They're waiting. And then the wrestling game that just came out is total, complete garbage. Now, what's happening with the wrestling game? The wrestling game released in a, in a more broken state than 76, and they, they wanted full price for it. People went the it's people not... who like the people who like wrestling games went completely apeshit. They got they they got they got total refunds. You should watch some video on it. Oh, I have to watch it. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, complete complete garbage. Like utterly like Fallout 76 looks completed next to the wrestling game. <laughs> that's how bad that's how bad it is see and this is the problem though is there microtransactions in the wrestling games i don't know is there is there any type of like fantasy <clears throat> thing skins, skins and stuff like that yes there is okay so do you see what happens do you see what happens when you give the companies more money for less shit they're like well what can we do this time well, what we could do is we could make a – We can crap in their mouth. <laughs> right. right. And they'll pay Knock for it. Knock them out, steal their wallet, yeah. and then send them a sign that says, sorry, the next game will be better. Right. And people will be like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I will give you more money. Let Madden 2020 is like, what can we do? Well, what if we just take Madden 19 and just sell it as 2020 and not change any of the things on the side? Not change anything. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds brilliant, Ted. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, you know what, Ted? Promotion. Right. You, right. you get a promotion. Oh, promoted. Thanks, thanks for your shitty idea to take advantage of the rest of the people of the planet Earth. You'll be rewarded handsomely for it. What else? What else is uh? What else is happening? Uh, well, there's just we can talk about a lot of different things. I want to talk briefly for the next five minutes about uh, Destiny because right. the, the lost and the... <laughs> just a little bit. Wait, no. Five. Yeah. I have five minutes. Let's talk about Destiny yeah. where we talk usually yeah. about two hours worth. No, 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 okay, just, go ahead. Just yeah, a bit. just just a little bit. Right. <laughs> Everyone, everyone, you know, <laughs> goes back. Everyone goes back and forth about free stuff, not free stuff. Is it good? Is it not good? I mean, but you know, it's the holiday times anyway. And after this one, will be the dawning, right? So, I think for what it is, right? It they did a good job. Okay, I think the dungeon is interesting. I keep watching videos on it, but I want to go in there. All right, Slow told me it was great. We should do okay? it. Okay, I, I I just wanna I just wanna just fool around with it. Because I think I think this in the story terms of it, the the pit, this, this dungeon, is where Eris and her team went and got fucked. 
I think is this is is what this dungeon is. That's why I thought the dungeon was going to be six people and kind of just fuck around like a raid layer. Right. But you said it's only three. It's only three. Yeah. Right. But the what I find interesting is that the items to be found in the game with the current new currency, you still can't get everything. You still they're still going to play the game where you can buy some. Well, they for some. And then you play the game. The maybe it comes out, maybe it doesn't in a couple of weeks. the The problem, the problem I have only with that is, is because you know that there are people who play the game, who are collectors. Like that's what they do. They play the game to collect all the trophies, all the emblems, all the bikes, all the masks, all the guns, all the armor. They want the whole list to be full. When they when they look through their collections, they want to see it all full. That's what they're doing. That's how they play the game, right? Yeah. And so beforehand, that was just a regular thing to do. Like I collect all the stuff, I get all the achievements, I'm playing the game. Now there's paywalls in between. Yeah. And that's and... that's the part that's the part that kind of bothers me about it. I like what they're trying to do though. I, I appreciate what they're trying to do. The frame rate is for shit though. Right? I I'm sure Duplis it's, he's playing on PC it's, and it's not it's not dropping for him. It's terrible. But for the console, for the console, it's a little rough. It's it's, it's terrible. Look, like I said at the beginning, I have no problem with this event as far as uh, the the maximum transactions that are happening. I do think it's a little weird that certain things are not dropping and they're selling in the store this week. So I, I find that a little little weird. Now the data mine came out and said that this uh, these these are this week, something's next week, and the other ones, but we don't know if this goes into where I can buy as Bright does next week, right? Um, it's just on top of it's like. The, the artificial grind, right, where it takes me where I can only, what, get 800? It's like 800 a week per character for Bright Dust, basically, right? Yeah, but, but we understand that we understand what that really is, though. We yeah, understand but, but an really actual uh, uh, Sparrow that I want, it costs me like 4,000, right? So that's literally going to take me, if I have one character, it's going to take me four weeks to get. Now, if you're grinding. If you're grinding for it, yeah. If you're just if grinding you're... for the Bright Dust, right? And the thing leaves in three weeks. So it's like, uh, I need four weeks to do it, but I could do it in three right. weeks. All right, so this is this is not me defending the microtransaction, right? This is me just defending the activity that it is, right? If I'm going to try to take advantage of the situation and do the best I can, right? You get two weeklies. The two weeklies give you 250. That's yeah, 500, that's 500. Times, times four. And the other one gives two you— grand. Right. two grand, right? And every every one of the repeatables is twenty bright dust, and you get to do five of those at a time, right? So that's another hundred, okay? So technically, one time through only is is six hundred a week. If I just did it one but time, that's over. just now, that's just that's just one time, just one time over. Yeah. Now I can do the repeatables over and over again. And now when I say over and over again, if you know what to do to get those quests done, okay, you can knock that out in one strike. You don't got to do multiple strikes to knock out five. Correct. Quests. If you have three guys okay. going, then you can get. All right. So right. to be fair, to be fair, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I can do three thousand bright dust in one day. I'm pretty. How sure many hours is that take? I'm though? gonna grind it out. Listen, I'm a gamer. I'm not the part-time <laughs> dude who wants free shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying as a right, gamer, as the part-time guy. Not as the part-time guy. Yeah, but okay, I, Mr. I get gamer. Home from work. I get home from work. How many hours are you putting in? Right. What to to get three thousand yeah. bright dust? Yeah. A strike takes six minutes, seven minutes. 
That's a hundred. That's a hundred bright dust every seven minutes. You figure it out. That's an evening. That's an evening of playing. But then you got to go back to the tower to get new ones. Then you go back into the things. So that slows yeah, it down. That's like five minutes in between. That's not that big. That's not that big a deal. In and out is less than five minutes, bro. In and out is less than five minutes. You want to call it ten? It I'll took. It, it took us. It took you forty minutes just to go through the tower just to get into one thing yesterday. Uh, I was on a scientist <laughs> tablet and I wanted to look around, and you guys weren't showing any signs of wanting to move. You're talking and looking around. Look at this stuff. You can get candy from here. Look at this guy. You got that mask over there. You guys are talking like you're hanging out. You're talking like you're hanging out. You don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> I Look, I just think the grind for the average person is a little too much. What's the average person? Listen, listen. Eight this hours is, a week. This is how, this Eight is hours how they a week. get us to argue. They want, us to, they want gamers to argue with each other. Okay. I'm not for, asking for everything. I'm asking to collect one thing a you week. You get it. It's hard if you have one character. It. It's hard if you have one character. You don't need to switch characters. You don't need to switch characters. You, for you the weeklies, you get 500 for each character. I understand. Yes, I understand. So if you're going to run the three characters, then do the weeklies for the other two characters, but don't bounce around between the repeatables. Get your extra. So by that token, you can get whatever you want, bro. That That's <laughs> that's 6000 a month oh. just on weeklies. Just on weeklies, that's 6000 a month. That's plenty. It's plenty. It's a non-argument. And by the way, well, the argument is that why can't remember, I earn it in game? Before the patch went through, before the patch went through, if you were not mentally incapacitated by some kind of head injury, you sold everything you had. You sold everything yeah. you had to break it down to bright dust. How much bright dust did you have? I know I, how much I had. I had almost twenty-one thousand. I'm down. I had thirty-three, thirty-three thousand. I had, I had twenty-one thousand. I'm down to I think five now. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. but you're spending. Because you think you have, but you're not replacing it as quickly. That's the difference. Right. Before you can replace it a little quicker. Because I'm not spending oh, eight way, hours to grind right. bright dust. Right. And by the way, you do get you do get one of those little uh, Eververse globes every five levels. Right. Oh, is that what it is and for the for the five, for the yes, forest yes. for the forest? And I don't open forest. them. I don't open them. I like to wait till my whole thing is. Oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about after 100. I'm talking about for the forest yeah, one. I'm, for the forest. No, no. I'm talking about after 100. I don't, I'm not opening them until I get the whole top row filled, so I'm not going to open it up until, like, 135 or whatever. So I did open up the first one just to see how it was, and you do get bright dust in there possible, too, another 250, that kind of thing. Right. So it is possible to get some bright dust in there. Right. But the argument still stands is they want us to argue amongst ourselves about what, what in-game I should be getting that's free or not free based on the fact that it's supposed to be stuff in the game, Right. I'm playing your game. I paid for your game. The stuff in the game does matter. Cosmetics do matter. Okay. You telling me that I, I, we're arguing about what I'm making cool in the game for free or what I'm making cool and I'm charging you for. Now, this is a discussion. Right. This but... is why, to me, it's nonsense. Right. It's in the game. Let me go for it. Let me go for the. That's what it is. I went for it for any other RPG. I want the armor. Right. I, I, the I just armor. think the prices are a little That's too all. high. That's all. That's my, well, my, my, my big look, thing. Once again, the price is not high. The price is right where the market will accept the value of that item. Right. If the well, price is too high, you'll see the price come here, down. Here's the thing. They, we, they're running statistical data 24-7, you, you, you said it earlier. If, if the price of video games went up $5, people would lose their shit. They would lose their shit. They're like, I'm not, their shit. I'm not paying eighty dollars or seventy dollars for a video game, even though like some people do right now in other but, countries. But they've already, but the right. amount of microtransactions that they bought, they've already paid for that game twice. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Right? They pay for the I'm game not going to buy this game for $70. Oh, right. what's that? A ghost? I'll pay $7 for that. It's like, wait, what? I don't understand. You wouldn't pay. That, money, that, is money over time. that is the problem. Money over time. That is the problem. If I, if I paid double for the game, but it wasn't up front, and they milked me for a year, then I don't notice it. It doesn't matter. Yep. According to the person who doesn't understand money Look, or economics, it doesn't very matter simple. to them. If they didn't because, want you to know, they wouldn't change the name of it to be an in-game purchase. It would just be like, this cost a dollar. This right. cost two dollars. No, right. they change it because why? Casinos change it. Why don't casinos give you money? They like to put it in chips because chips, you're just like, eh, whatever. Chip. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. All right. That is the end of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories of the past week and we rant along the way. Episode 190 is in the can. I do appreciate you guys coming out and watching. If you like the podcast, you can support us down below by hitting the support podcast. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm to listen to the episode after the fact. You can go to youtube.com uh, to listen to or watch the show after the fact. Make sure you follow Sarge at Twitter, dot, uh, at Sarge McCluskey. You can follow me at, at 30 and still gaming. You can follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. We do appreciate you guys very much for watching each and every single week. Do appreciate you guys. Share this episode, review the episode on iTunes, give us reviews. The more people review it, the more it goes up on iTunes, more people see it, more people listen to it, and then maybe we can get some sponsorship and stuff like that. I do appreciate you guys very much, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care. brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.